0: Albuquerque's Macro Aggression. Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk. On the Rock of Talk at AM sixteen hundred KIVABQ FM Rock of is the number to call this afternoon or text. And uh, we'll go ahead and open up the phone lines second and third hour. I think that'll be good. Lots to get to, a lot of content, and of course you could uh, always watch us on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, podcasting on Citrus SoundCloud, Spotify, as well as Apple iTunes. Don't forget you can app us at Rock of Talk TV, Rock of Talk com as well as uh, see that little ticker there at the bottom. It's a nice little little ticker. As we have uh, Doud Muska joining us from the, uh, we gotta come up with a name for his uh, is his his place back in I guess on the on the other side of the city. We gotta come down to, from the underground dungeon or something like that. Something something called Three Thousand. How are you?
1: I just I'm in a great mood. I just read in the Democrats the 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 Elected Democrats in Washington, uh, and uh, this is orgasm of all time, ladies and gentlemen. uh, USA Today reporting that the vote uh, to the Inflation Reduction Act, uh, one of the most misnamed pieces of legislation in history, productive summer for Democrats. They passed a gun control bill, uh, the Chips Act, billion dollar corporations that don't need them, uh, and and they also approved finland and Sweden. summer so uh all of those things are actually bad things for americans so uh it's good for democrats i guess that's that's the world we live in today
0: there it is uh by the way we're back to our audio uh yeah issues believe it or not yeah so we got most of what doubt that it's just unbelievable uh thanks comcast uh for all that you do in these connections so it's nice to, uh, I guess, it is, uh, we're, we're kind of getting our, uh, we get to have Dowd back in studio next week, I guess, before his his final go, go on. We've uh, done absolutely everything, but a lot to get to. Uh, we'll do that here. And Donald Trump has uh, released, uh, well, he's asked that the information be released. And that's kind of a cool thing, right? I mean, we kind of wanted that. That's the kind of uh, way that we wanted to, to go about that. We wanted to make sure that he didn't have any objections to it, and he didn't, and Today, we uh, we get a uh, read them and weep uh, sort of uh, timeline of events leading up to the FBI search of the Trump home, plus the top secret documents from the home. Now, you have to remember that Donald Trump knew that this was going to happen all along. He had the stuff at the ready. Uh, there's the, I'm literally looking at the receipts for property, United States Department of Justice, Federal Bureau of Investigation. Line by line, court papers show that the FBI recovered documents labeled top secret from former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate in Florida. The papers released Friday indicate the seized records include some that were marked top secret and also sensitive compartment compartmented, excuse me, information. I don't know who uses that word, but I guess it's a, a word that they use in the government. A special category meant to protect the nation's most important secrets and those that, if revealed publicly, could cause exceptionally grave harm to U.S. interests. The court records did not provide specific details about what information the documents might contain. Of course not. Trump backed the warrant's immediate release, contended the government could have had them. Just by asking. Yes, folks, uh, there we are, 1100 South Ocala, Palm Beach, Florida... Four documents, 29 boxes, by the way, uh, nice. boxes labeled A73, A71, A24, A34, A30, miscellaneous. Let me, let me tell you right off the bat, and I think that we all are in agreement here. There's nothing that Donald Trump took that probably is in any way going to be incriminating to him. You remember when we used to talk about, well, he's playing... He's playing chess while everybody else, else is playing checkers, and I'm going to delve more into the details of the report and stuff that's coming out. But I think he was already anticipating this. He knew that this was going to come. We know that we hadn't heard anything from him at all. You know, it's it's been very sparse. It's very been very spread out. We have uh, you know heard him him from him in spits and starts. And because of that, I think he was sort of waiting for this particular day. And they have launched it. And Dowd has sent me a couple of articles on the very things that I spoke of. You can follow me now on TikTok. I released my first video. And I something I, I put up a couple of days ago, or actually I said a couple of days ago. is actually what everyone is talking about right now, that this is helping Donald Trump. And I think he knew that they would do this much Uh, Probably similarly to, you know, when I posted my I hate Eddie Aragon video, you know, I knew all this stuff was going to happen. You know, we knew how this was going to go. I I think the level of predictability is quite high. Donald Trump, I think we can all agree, is not a stupid man. He's not a stupid man. Not somebody that you'd really want to mess with either. I think he was well prepared for all this. And in so doing, well, the 11 sets is what the Wall Street Journal is reporting. The AP has a list of 29 boxes. Now, we are an AP uh, radio station, just so you know. We're the only AP radio station in the state of New Mexico. So that is where all of the New York Times, Albuquerque, they all feed in. They all bleed in to the Associated Press. Okay, And I'm sort of at this point right now where I'm hearing the top of the hour news where I'm like, I want to hear from the AP directly on this. Because I think we all agree that this is so much misinformation. Donald Trump is the guy who told you, you know, this is the fake news, fake news, fake news. Like, he's the guy that's ushered all of this. Of course, he's at war with the news. He's at war with his own party. He's at war with the Democrats. He's at war with the president. He's at war with the world. A man who is constantly at war, and take it from somebody who knows, I'm a man who's constantly at war. I think it's pretty fair to say. You're always prepared for the next thing. You're ahead. You're always anticipating. You're on your toes. You're, you're playing, you know, you're playing offense. You know, we, we, you, you take shots because you can. And Donald Trump, I think, knew this was happening all along and using, is now using this to launch his campaign. And these articles are sort of writing themselves. And I think Donald Trump was writing these articles two years ago. I I mean that. Like in his head, he's like, Oh, this is how it's gonna happen and he can extrapolate and sort of figure out what the next steps are. And Dowd, you 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 shot me an article about this is the New York Times is now in fear that this will give Donald Trump the presidency in twenty twenty four. We're two year we're two and a half years, two we are 2 year we are 25 years 2 2 years away from this. And they're already giving Donald Trump the presidency. Go back to my TikTok video from um, Rock of Talk on TikTok at Rock of Talk. Okay, if you guys, are, you guys like that TikTok? I'm going to take pieces from our show, stuff that Dowd's done, I've done. We'll stick them in there. Then you can share them. Okay, because that's the low information voter is on TikTok. The short attention span voter is on TikTok. Okay, and their votes count very much as much as yours does, and sometimes uh, multiple times. They probably forget. They they have such a spinning memory. They don't remember what they have forgotten, and they don't, they've forgotten everything that they've remembered. So they have to constantly hit refresh. And that's exactly what TikTok does. TikTok is constant stream of information that, that's, that's coming through. Now, on, upon closer inspection of these pages, and I'm looking at this receipt for property stamped case 922MJ083. Like I've got all of the documents and I'm looking at this. And, you know, you're going line by line, piece by piece. You saw Merrick Garland coming out. Like Donald Trump doesn't, he looks better than he has maybe in years. Have you seen a recent video or picture? They, the, the news does not want to show him. And the main reason they don't want to show him is because how bad your current president looks. Like, well, I'd, I'd rather take t- I'd take that model 10 times over our current president. Like, that's how people think, right? We can go back to 60 uh, and uh Look at Nixon versus Kennedy and those debates and how visceral and how important that is for people to make decisions based upon appeal. Donald Trump is far more appealing just on a visual basis, right? You see no challenge coming from DeSantis. By the way, DeSantis will be with Mark Ronchetti, your next governor, down in Carlsbad on Sunday. So if you happen to be in that area, go support them. Hopefully you guys are taking a a Trump train down there and all going out to go support DeSantis. Your Democrats are taking the best shots that they possibly can at this point. Mark needs your help, okay? He needs your help to change the state. You know, I think, and Thornton's probably going to be, everyone's going to be down there, okay? Go down there and help them as much as you possibly can. Now, I want to get to this Wall Street Journal article that was written, and they took, I noticed now that they took some time to write this. It took some time to write this. So everybody listening out there is like, okay, you expect the information to come out immediately and it didn't. So they waited, like, how are we gonna position this? There's no there there. There's nothing there. Donald Trump wanted to hear from this. He wanted, he he didn't restrict its ability from being released. He, He wanted to know what was on the, but we're not finding out what's actually going to be top secret classified or confidential. Okay. Those are like the three categories that they have, okay? It includes reference to one set of documents marked as various classified, TS, and then that's top secret, by the way, and SCI, okay? an abbreviation that refers to sensitive compartmented information. I just don't know what that means. What is compartmented? Why the word compartmented? You no, I I got to figure that part out, right? Compartment. Does that mean it's only, it's only confidential to that particular group or that agency or, like, it's a, it's a weird word to use. Four sets of top-secret documents. You're never going to know about them. Here's what will have to happen. They will have to give Donald Trump criminal charges— and you will want to know what's in the top secret documents because they can't just now that we distrust the FBI, now that we distrust our government, now that we feel like we're being hunted. And, and it's Democrats, Republicans, it's the public at large. Now that you feel that you're being hunted by these agencies and Donald Trump is now being hunted, you're like, well, well he hasn't even declared for president. Maybe that's why he waited. Did anybody think about that? Is, that? is that the reason why Donald Trump waited to declare for president? Like, no, they'll do it for me. I'm not worried. I'll just keep, I'll just keep hanging out. I'll just keep chilling here because they're going to do it for me. They're that stupid. The list didn't provide any more details about the substance of the document. When they, when they wrote that sentence in that particular article, I'm like, well, they're never going to provide more details unless they criminally charge Donald Trump because you as the public, Are going to want to know after you don't uh, trust the new york times or the usa today or any of these other journalists out there this information is never going to be made public because you are going to want to know what is in it and the government isn't going to want to tell you what's in it he's playing chess while everybody else is playing checkers because he knows that whatever he took is probably benign, doesn't matter that much, but would change your perception of everything. Likely the UFO stuff, likely John F. Kennedy. I really think that that's probably what he has. If I had to guess, those are the types of things because we go back to the information that we were waiting to be released. You remember that? I think we were all waiting on pins and... Yeah, I think the JFK documents are gonna be released today. Yes, I think we're gonna find out about uh, life on other planets like, okay, that's awesome. It doesn't, it's not a matter of national defense. The CIA stuff 59 years ago uh, with, with John F. Kennedy, that stuff's not going to really matter. What would Donald Trump have taken that would stir a lot of conversation and make you sort of flip? Well, it would be something having to do with, I don't know, Hillary Clinton, Benghazi. He probably didn't take any of that. I can guarantee you if he took any of that information, I'm I'm going through in my head, I'm just like, what what could he, he what could he have ta- taken? Why would he have taken it? Why would the FBI decide to raid his place? I'm also thinking now that if they had a quote unquote informant that Donald Trump would have known about that and would have already anticipated that. Therefore, he would have said to that informant say, well, you're going to have to as a double agent. Go ahead and tell them that I have a bunch of top secret documents, and you know, kind of give me a heads up more or less when they're going to be here, roughly with what month? Okay, so I kind of know. I guarantee I won't be here when they decide to go ahead and do this. What if that informant, who is inside Donald Trump, and you know Donald Trump as the most hated man in America, is going to control, much like I do, the people, the people that are closest to him? I mean, people ask about me all the time. They're like, "Oh, you you talked to Eddie?" Like. All the people around me, they know not to say anything when they go talk to anybody about me. They know that. They know I don't, because I don't really share any, any information with them either. But I share a lot of my thoughts, but you guys get my thoughts right here on the radio. It's no different than meeting me in person. What would Donald Trump have taken? Pretty easy to come up with those answers. That's why these tax cases, the civil cases, they want to do damage to him. If they really thought they had Donald Trump, they wouldn't be pursuing these parallel paths, civil litigation, criminal investigation, January 6th, like the guy is is at the center of each of these things, at the very center of each one of those things. And he does not look worried. You know what Donald Trump's been doing? He's been preparing for this very day. If I'm wrong about that, and I doubt I am, If I happen to be wrong about it, I'll be as surprised as every Trump supporter out there because they all think that we're big, stupid country bumpkin hicks that support Donald Trump. That's what they think about us. They don't realize how – You've got people who have been storing food, who have been storing ammunition, who have been storing guns, who have literally prepared, socked money away here, have six, to, six months to a year full. Like these are people prepared for the future. Are, is the government, are the liberals prepared for that? No, they're not. Well, we're going to shut down the government at any time. We're not really sure what's going to happen, but we're going to shut this down. Well, we need to find money, so we got to go ahead and pa- pass this bill. They're constantly in survival mode. They're constantly in an emergency mode. Donald Trump's just taking it all back. Yeah, I'm going to go start a fight with the, uh, with the PGA now. <laughs> He's even in a fight <laughs> in the sports world. There isn't any, like, really, I want you to take a step back from all this. But I'm listening to these conservative talkers, you know, all day. And, and I think Sean's doing a pretty decent job right now. I really do. I, I'm, I'm enjoying listening to Sean Haney again. And I've never seen again the, the, uh, the attention that's being paid to talk radio, like right now. You took Donald Trump in and all of a sudden, whoa, I, we're going through the roof with the number of people who are listening. I'm like, what? what ha- oh, yeah, Donald Trump. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot how great he was for radio. I forgot how great he was for advertisers. Like, literally, just come on in. Nothing's going to happen. And, and is Donald Trump running from anything? No, he's prepared. His attorneys are arguing that he used his authority. This is where it gets really interesting. He used his authority to declassify the material before he left office. But there's sort of, um, I don't know, a level of things that have to be done to actually fully declassify them. That's how I know he didn't commit a crime. He knows that they were expecting him to commit a crime. Let me repeat that. They were expecting him to commit a crime, which is how I know that Donald Trump didn't commit a crime, because he knew that they would be looking for that very thing. While a president has the power to declassify documents, there are federal regulations that lay out the process for doing so. Does the Wall Street Journal get into that? No, they do not. Does Donald Trump know what that is? Yes, he does. He had the most powerful, most intelligent attorneys on the case, including Alan Dershowitz. They know how this is going to be perceived. And I'm standing here, and I, I am, folks, in amazement right now, to think that Donald Trump hasn't missed a beat. He has not missed a beat. He's taking on more enemies now than he ever has not for anything he's done, but for things that they hope that he never does again, which has become president of the United States. That's a kind of an amazing level of power, isn't that? Donald Trump is the most powerful man in the universe. <laughs> Donald Trump is the most powerful man in the universe right now. Has he speak, spoken publicly other than to get behind a few candidates? What about the Republican Party? The Republican Party is like, well, no, keep Donald Trump away. You want Donald Trump in your corner now. In fact, Mark Ronchetti probably should just have, uh, you know, <laughs> Donald Trump give him his blessing. It's not gonna hurt him now because Donald Trump is the universal victim. He's every man. He's you, he's me, he's Joe you public. It's kind of amazing. It's kind of amazing. I wish right now that I was broadcasting throughout the rest of the country so that they could understand things how I'm understanding them. Remember folks, I'm a man who's participated in elections. I've been involved in the party. I've seen how all this kind of stuff, and I, can't, I learn so much every single time I interface with people and I realize, well, who do you pick fights with and who don't you? And I get my message out there and it keeps going and keeps going and it comes back You're like, well, you were right. You were right. You're right. You're right. I didn't have to be right. It just is. We know these things because we've studied the nature of these people who are out there doing these things. The stroke of brilliance came in when Donald Trump says they could have had it any time they wanted. Now, if Donald Trump looks like he's 350 pounds, disheveled, frumpy, gross and, you know, in bad shape and he said they could have had any time they wanted they just had to ask me he didn't say it that way they could have had any time they wanted and that includes a long ago all they had to do was ask everything is in that statement absolutely everything is in that statement bruce reinhardt issued the order if donald trump could have picked any single judge and I mean that. Any judge in the entire country, he would have picked up in a lineup the man who's directly associated with Jeffrey Epstein, the man who had an axe to grind with Donald Trump, which is uh, Merrick Garland, because he didn't pick him. And he would have, if he was available, he would have actually had James Comey come after him just so he could show how much these people hate him. And voila, how did that happen? Practically the way that he would have written it up. Judge Reinhardt, as Jesse Jesse Waters exposed him on Fox News. And Fox News is playing this now after Fox News refused to show anything with Donald Trump. Then we're going into the midterms in the elections and Donald Trump is on the ballot. I'm standing here in absolute and complete amazement that every single thing that Donald Trump would have wanted has come true this week. Every single thing that he would have wanted in this situation. Even his most ardent haters are probably supporting Donald Trump right now in that, yeah, why are they doing this, huh? I guess we are all sorts of stupid for voting for Joe Biden. I mean, let's take a look at the next thing. I think now we can go ahead and open up the election. I think we can go ahead and open up, you know, now Hunter Biden is back on the docket. Hunter Biden, after his father dies, when he leaves office, due to old age, hopefully. You see the way I, you see the way I went with that there, right? I inserted something in your head, and then I told you, after old age, hopefully. Okay you don't try to incriminate me. Eddie Aragon is yelling for a call to arms. That's what they're going to do with me. He's yelling fire in a theater. No, I'm saying be prepared. Understand what your rights are. If the FBI come knocking on your door, we talk to you about, we doubt. I, I'm, 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 I'm going crazy. <laughs> two weeks ago we played. Two weeks, no, seriously. Two weeks ago we played. No, yeah, the, yeah. The, in the interaction between a man and the ATF. And we went through chapter and verse about how to interface with the government when they show up knocking on your door. When the sheriff showed up at my door to deliver me some papers for a civil suit against me. Very interesting. It says, please call. What do you think I did? I handled it right down the line the very way. I know they have three times that they can go ahead and serve me. Okay. I call him immediately. I'm texting the guy. How many people do you know? This is weird, right? When a sheriff shows up, it's like, call the sheriff. I'm like, I know what I already had a conversation with him. I know that he's going to serve me with papers happily. Yes, I'm looking forward to the conflict. Former president and his team don't have the affidavit, which would provide more details about the FBI's investigation, according to people familiar with the process. An affidavit would explain what evidence, including witnesses, the government had collected and describe why investigators believe a crime may have been committed. Hana, huh? no. They don't have the affidavit, huh? They wanted a more specific account of what was removed from Mar-a-Lago, huh? Seems to me his Fourth Amendment rights have been violated. Search and seizure? You did not present me with a list. You simply showed up at my doorstep. I let you in. You took the information back. And now the government has likely committed a crime, which is why you saw Merrick Garland yesterday coming out and what Bill O'Reilly characterized as the worst delivery of a speech that he's ever seen. That man has seen decades of speeches, speeches being delivered. I just told you how good Donald Trump came off, right? We, 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 got, we got that pretty much clear. We know that it's easy, he looks good, all this. Merrick Garland is scrambling. Was he put up to this? Is he a stooge? Is he a tool? Is he a spook? He's all those things. But most of all, he's a man with an agenda. He's Most of all, he's a man who is seeking vengeance. The disclosure of the warrant, which Donald Trump said, please, Show everyone the warrant. And the inventory marks the culmination of an extraordinary week, the Wall Street Journal writes, when the judge signed off on the unprecedented warrant to search the president's home. Three days later, a lawyer for Mr. Trump, Christina Bob, signed the receipt for the items the FBI took that day. A lawyer for Mr. Trump signed the receipt. How come we haven't heard that? Oh, seems pretty amicable. The FBI walked in. Donald Trump creates hay. He says... Mar-a-Lago's under siege, okay? Why did he say that? Because it would get you talking, get you people listening to talk radio, get you on his, his side and his defense. Because honestly, how do you not run to his defense? of like, what are they looking for? And they couldn't provide the information. And guess what? You have about as much information as Donald Trump does. Yes. The public has about as much information as your former president. To the Justice Department, the search was a result of a month-long effort to get the classified documents, according to the Wall Street Journal, remaining in Mr. Trump's possession after two prior attempts. Uh, doubt, are you aware of any two prior attempts? Didn't it, uh, Donald Trump just state? This is where it gets misleading. The devil's in the details. They're going to mislead you. They were at first. Here, here's, here's the. I thought it was just a simple, top secret, classified, compartmentalized, you know, three different categories. They were at first primarily interested in securing the documents, but pursued a criminal investigation. As they began to doubt that Mr. Trump's team was being forced, they had an attorney was there. You asked the attorneys to leave. You asked them to shut off the cameras. The only thing criminal at this point is the Federal Bureau of Investigation's behavior on descending on Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago. That's the only criminality in all of this. Donald Trump's asking that the the contents be released. He's asking, he knows that the contents will be released if you decide to go ahead and criminally charge him. Remember, he's playing the game. To his allies, the search was a heavy-handed approach. It's not just allies, it's to all of America. What the hell did Donald Trump do that was so bad? And this this is the finisher, folks. What the hell did he do that was so bad that it required the FBI to invade his property? The answer came today. Nothing. They have nothing. A lot of action, right? A lot of talk. A lot of you know posturing. You know, coming out, Merrick, oh, you gotta wait, you gotta turn. I'm not gonna turn on the the uh, the remarks from Merrick Garland. What so I can hear him say a lot of nothing? They're not gonna tell us anything. It's the government. They don't have to tell you anything. That's simply well, all they're telling you is that they're not going to tell you a thing unless they decide to charge him and then you, the public, are going to want to know what that is, what he is going to be charged with. Warren said investigators are seeking all records that could be evidence of violations of laws governing the gathering, transmitting, or losing of classified information. Classified information, you could classify a widget right? That's classified. It's a widget. For all we know, we want to know what that widget is, if he's going to be charged with anything. Removal of official government records. Is the public clamoring to get a hold of those official government records for some reason? Is it something that we've been missing? Did he destroy anything? No. It was all there in boxes. Apparently, apparently, and this is yet to be verified, so well organized that they didn't even need to spend the additional eight hours and 45 minutes there according to and i was listening to this earlier today according to someone familiar with the matter with donald trump and i can't speak to anything more than that is that all the boxes were waiting there all they had to do is bring in so they created all this noise and everything around it but all they had to do was walk in and pick up the boxes this could have been an amazon ups delivery So after an entire week of wasted energy, all the Democrats got was Donald Trump running for president in 2024. That's all they got. Donald Donald Trump doesn't even have to declare. He is the subject of every conversation in politics going forward, right into the midterms. Just when you wanted him to go away, when you tried to ignore him every way you possibly can, you decided to go ahead and bring him right back in. We'll get into more of this uh, as well. 550-50-500. That's 550-50-500. Dowd, uh, what was the New York Times headline that uh, they, they ran out with? Uh, I, I don't it's know.
1: Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm confused, Eddie. Uh, it, was, it was a columnist for the New York Times. who was a horrible, horrible person uh, on many levels. He's the New York Times conservative. He's uh, uh, the, the F- FBI tr- the FBI, tr- tra- the FBI raid will quote. That's the scariest
0: thing David Brooks has ever uh, has ever thought about. So, All yeah. Right. All right, there we go. Take a quick break. We'll bring it back here in the Kiva. I'll be talking most of the time, right? Because uh, doubt is across the way, but uh, he does have a good good piece that he put out today, and we'll talk about that uh, as uh, well on AM sixteen hundred V A B Q dot FM Rock of Talk dot com. That's Rock of Talk dot com. Back in three. All okay. right. this 80s kick lately a little omd uh, all over again uh, gotta tell you i love that stuff uh, 550 5500 uh, have uh, forwarded the phones i mean if you have some other theories or thoughts you, you know i love listening to you know people wax on about uh, what they think they might know and all that you have to have i think sort of been through this process and understand this like remember being able to fork. and donald trump has been involved in politics for 40 years He went to soirees, dinners, funded these people, and finally just went to go do it himself. And I think uh, the master class is being held yet again by Donald Trump, and this time post-election. I mean, this is going to be studied, and I don't mean, I don't think I'm overstating this. Donald Trump and what he has done and what is happening to him and how he is going to be studied for the next 200 years this That's crazy coming out of my mouth right now. Like, even I think that's crazy. That, we're on that level. You, you talk about level up and, and what what Donald Trump is doing and what they are doing to him during this time and how he will be vindicated out of this whole entire thing. And, and mark my words, he will be vindicated. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> the, the The leverage. Right, this is a man who's literally come back from bankruptcy. I think three times. I'm sure he's learned a few things in that. Let's not forget that the financial, who he does deals with, and what I right? know. Oh, everyone gets burned by Donald Trump. Donald Trump has has come to the conclusion that in his life he doesn't trust anybody. I don't think he trusts his kids. <laughs> I I mean that in all seriousness. And it's not because he doesn't want to trust them or doesn't trust them as his kids, as his children. He doesn't trust their ignorance. What they know, what they don't know, what they haven't learned, what they could. Like, he doesn't trust that. Like, I know that I'm right about that. He's like, well, Sonny, haven't been down that road yet. I have. I don't want you to go through the same thing. Like, how has Donald Trump not had a heart attack? How has he not suffered some sort of severe medical uh, implosion with this level of stress is that is that at all like this would completely have destroyed joe biden by now that much is true have you seen hillary clinton the woman was tripping all over herself falling over she couldn't walk couldn't breathe they had to prop her up at various places you see her eyes battered in the back of her head you see bill clinton he looks like crap anybody see bill clinton lately you know there's a reason why you haven't seen him the last time rough. you did see him, you're like what is going on with that man? Rough. <laughs> All those demons inside him are fine. Not Donald Trump. He's looking better at 77 than he did at 67. Oh, here's here's a good here's a good one. He believes in God. I think he does. I think he's it's like George Washington. I'm gonna read the George Washington story again to you. Because that is Donald Trump. Yeah, it's crazy what's coming out of my mouth, but it's true. All right, let's, let, let's go. Uh, let, let's go back to this report from the Wall Street Journal, okay? Because this is the only reputable news source right now. Everything else has totally sold out. Washington Post, New York Times, like those are going to be, the only reason Washington Post isn't bankrupt is because Jeff Bezos owns it. Otherwise, it would be totally bankrupt. I think that's fair to say, okay? that's it, It's a fair assessment. People are like, well, this isn't worth the paper it's written on. and It really isn't. At this point, it's just storytelling. Every day, story. You USA Today, they're not bankrupt. They're morally bankrupt. They don't even know what fulfilling their job requirement is as a journalist. Just telling the story, just the facts, ma'am, dragnet style. I want to know so I can go ahead and drill down off of that. Not knowing when the documents stored at Mar-a-Lago arrived there during Mr. Trump's presidency or as he left office. Every sentence of this just gets you thinking more and more about how brilliant this man is. They don't even know, they know that he had it, but they also know that it may not be it at all, but they have to act like it's the biggest it they've ever seen in their life, right? That's so weird. How are you gonna prove to have all the other people? They're gonna have to, like right now, they're trying to construct, how are they going to talk about this publicly? Well, better send another man out there. We know that Joe Biden has it. If it was a really a criminal investigation, Joe Biden would be all over this. Man, I told you he was a terrible human being. I told you he was a bad man. You can't do that because you got Hunter. And now I'm starting to realize like how brilliant Donald Trump was when he was doing his job for not going after Hillary Clinton the way he did. And I know you all were out for blood. I know it. This is like karma coming back. (laughs) They're doing it to him, but he didn't do it to them. He had Comey drug him all the way through. Comey was just twiddling his thumbs the entire time he was in office. Didn't do a single thing. Not a thing. Why did Donald Trump keep him on the hook? Because he had certain jobs he needed to perform. Guaranteed he's got Comey dead to rights on this whole entire thing not known whether the documents stored at Mar-a-Lago arrived there or during Donald Trump's presidency or has he left office. He stole something. I don't know when he stole it, but it's stolen and we're sending the FBI in. Imagine just in the logical criminal world, right? Where Well, we know he stole it. Well, you got to file a police report. How do you file a police report, much less an FBI report based upon the fact that, well, he took them. Well, how do you know he took them? Now you don't even know if he took them. And it's already being put out there as conjecture that Somebody might plant something there. How do we know that's not planted? (laughs) This is kind of amazing. There's more questions than there are answers. If you had a smoking gun, you would have found it, just like we found Mohammed Saeed, right? As soon as we're done, story's over. Nope, front page of the Albuquerque. I'll get to that later. I don't have time to get distracted off of this because in my opinion, this is the most amazing stroke of politics ever played in U.S. history to get other people to do the work for you so you don't have to do it through their sheer hatred of you. Like if you could calculate their hatred of you to a point that you know what their next move is going to be. And he hasn't moved, he's been stuck at Mar-a-Lago other than to give a few speeches and uh, endorsements at 192 and 11 in his clip. Mr. Trump while in office would regularly feud publicly with French President Emmanuel Macron. Oh, the FBI wanted to go in because Apparently, some of the (laughs) classified documents (laughs) have something to do with the French president? What? And the Iranian nuclear agreement? If it was really that and there was nuclear trade secrets, wouldn't you think that that would immediately put Donald Trump in jail? They know they don't have that. All conjecture, just posturing again. Okay, well, we're speculating. Every single line here is nothing but more questions and answers. The search, while Trump was in New York, stoked a political firestorm. The showdown began and the National Archives, retrieved more than a dozen boxes of White House documents from the resort earlier this year, some of which officials deemed classified national security information. Oh, they've already been there. Is that being reported by anybody else? No. Nobody's talking about this, but now they're admitting that they've already been to Mar-a-Lago before and they're working with his attorneys, but they had to create a scene. Mr. Garland, the FBI deliberated for days about whether to respond to the criticism of the search and how to, how much to say people familiar with the discussion said. The attorney general decided to let the Justice Department's work speak for itself and directed the agency request request the warrant be unsealed. Okay. What were they deliberating over? Why would there be a deliberation over a criminal investigation? You just think that he is a criminal and you're going after, and you know what's there, and the contents have already been decided, and you just decide to do it because you have to do it under the obligation of law. The man has committed a crime. They deliberated. Makes no sense to me. Here's what does make sense to me. The timing. I know... You haven't heard from Hunter Biden, but Hunter Biden has been seen publicly. Hunter Biden just jumped on a plane with his dad. Oh, gee, golly whiz, dad. (laughs) Jumped on a plane with his father, and they went on a trip together. Go hang out, you know, chum it out for the uh, sort of celebrate the end of the summer. What if I told you that the reason they did this is over the last month, the most talked about topic on conservative talk radio is one thing only, be Hunter Biden. What's the best way to distract, create a bigger spectacle over here? What could bring down the presidency and bring down this country is hunter biden what he's done how he was using air force two why wasn't he picked up in 2016 because barack obama knew all along that hunter biden had already done all these things and the fbi never released the information on and you can watch this the ted cruz asking question after question after question multiple other house members as well and senate members asking question after question after question about hunter biden and they said that they can't talk about it they cannot talk about cannot comment cannot comment The FBI running cover for Hunter Biden. Remember that laptop was dropped off here in Albuquerque to the spooks here in Albuquerque. Remember that. Okay. Yeah. Them's our fighting words. We want to know what's on it. We do have some information about what's on it. We know what's there. We're just waiting for the FBI to come out and tell us exactly what's there. Just like we're waiting for the FBI to come out and tell us what was on the warrant. They can't even tell you what was on the warrant. It's just all classified. A sitting president generally has the authority to unilaterally declassify any material of his or her choosing, but such a privilege is rarely used. What if he is that? We don't know. Even that is classified. Then they're not telling us if he actually did. So he probably didn't commit any sort of crime. So you're deliberating over a man who didn't commit a crime who could have declassified this information on his own unilaterally. At times, he did disclose classified information during his time in office, including when he tweeted a surveillance satellite image showing damage at an Iranian space facility. What happened in Iran? Does anybody remember after they attacked us? Did he take out any civilian casualties? Did he start any wars? Did he do anything that would be uh, warmongering during his time in office? Not one thing. The FBI search of Trump's home Results in a big nothing burger other than for more questions to be raised than answers that are going to be given. And he realizes that he has them on a rope, and he's just—and here's the other thing, too. What else do we have this week? We have the three-year anniversary of Jeffrey Epstein, his death, a man who did not kill himself, a man who still may be alive. There's no way to really know, and certain other things weren't invaded. You can invade Mar-a-Lago, but you can't go ahead and seize— the property, uh, uh, 33,333 square feet at Epstein Ranch are on the other side of the, of the mountain. No, you can't do that. Imagine that. Just a, and you people here in New Mexico will all understand just what a complete and total injustice, Appa- apparently since there's actually rape victims who've spoken at this, not anonymously, on record, in a courtroom with Your attorney general stating that they will get justice for the victims. Was justice ever brought for the victims? No. Clearly not. Why? There's so much here. And it's just going to keep spinning and spinning nonstop. Or as uh, Kamala Harris might say, full stop. At the end of this week, we don't have to say another thing in defense of Donald Trump. The man is perfectly capable of defending himself because he was anticipating this very day since he left office. There were people at the Capitol, including Madonna, saying that they wanted to blow up the White House. A woman with that much power and that much notoriety not getting criminally charged for anything probably does something way worse than Donald Trump has ever done. Just by stating that in a field just to the left of where she gave that speech, just to the left of the White House. Insane. 550-5500 if you wanna text in, that's 550 I think we're just gonna kind of leave it there. There's nothing else that I can possibly address or anybody else can really possibly address. And I think we're beating a dead horse. I think now it's time for us to just show them in their face and keep telling them all about it. Nothing shows that they have lost As much as what they try to do to donald trump a man who apparently had no power but now has become the most powerful man in the universe in my opinion and i think everybody feels that everyone's talking about it anyone who's anyone ask anybody ask homeless people they probably know that mar-a-lago was was invaded they're like what the hell we don't even have a house but i can tell you they wouldn't invade my house (laughs) that is true Almost people are like, no, hell no. What, why do they need to go and do that to Donald Trump? I forgot about it. No, they didn't forget. These are people who don't read, don't pick up a paper. They're into their drug habits or just trying to survive or whatever it is that they're trying to do. Yet they all probably have an opinion about this as well. This week. It is the talk of the next 90 days. It's you versus the government. And nobody has been employed in the government longer as a politician than your president That would be Joseph Robinette Biden. 550, 55, yeah, 50 plus years and spent most of his life. There it is uh, in government. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Hour two just for you. I'll read your texts and uh, all that when we return here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVABQ.FM. Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock, Eddie Ragon, the rock of Talk. Eddie rockoftalk.com. we coming at you on a Friday afternoon. We'll see if uh, D-Dout is uh, a little bit better here. Uh, checking, checking. One, two, Hello, one two. hello, hello. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, I'm going to let you go into the intro. Why don't you uh, tell us where we can find The Rock of Talk and... Tell people to subscribe. You talk for 20 seconds. Let's see how this uh, goes through. Go ahead. Well, thanks Dino. for joining
2: us, folks, on our uh, second hour here in the uh, Rock of Talk at 1600 AM, Albuquerque, New Mexico, ladies and gentlemen. Check us out at uh, Roku, Fire TV, Apple TV. Of course, we can be heard online at rockoftalk.com. But the most important way to interact, as always, with our media <laughs> empire is to go empire. subscribe at <laughs> rockoftalk.chat.
0: Oh, loud and clear. There it is, D.Dodd Roku, Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV podcasting on Citrus and Cloud and Spotify. And uh, don't forget, you can download the apps at rockoftalk.tv, rockoftalk.com. Uh, I think a final understanding there capped off, tapped off by a man that we don't like very much. That would be Lindsey Graham uh, in full and complete and total agreement with uh, where we're at on this. And folks, <clears throat> a victim is a victim. Your victim is now somehow Donald Trump and uh, the country is running his defense. He just told you that the nominee is going to be Donald Trump and that's just the way it is. So uh, he's got probably every security guard in the world around him. Uh, as a, he is going to be the most protected man in America, I can guarantee you his plane's going to get checked three times. Uh, his his car will get uh, checked thrice. I mean, every single thing. That man, do not move. Do not touch this man. Uh, he will be your next president. At this point, uh, there is nothing that will be able to stop that from happening. Even liberal Alan Dershowitz uh, agrees. A friend of uh, Jeffrey Epstein. And he wants the ability to vote against uh, Donald Trump. I've got a lot of nudes because we are all going to be taking the fall for our support of Trump. Okay. So now they have to get rid of enough voters. They have to make enough examples by way of the IRS, by way of the FBI. Uh, January 6th, they're going to come after every single one of us. And I just, you just have to know that. You have to be prepared and you have to know that they are coming after you. And then. You have to be able to turn the tables on them very quickly. You ready saying, okay, well, what do you need? How, how can I help you? What 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 else can we possibly do for you? I mean, I have, I have the war scars, you know, I've got the, uh, the, the, the marks of war, uh, probably more than anybody, I think in, in this, this state, no doubt about that. And I I'm glad to bear them. And with, with happiness, with a smile on my face, I stand here in front of you, just looking at what can happen in your life if you keep the faith and i think that that's exactly what donald trump has done way more than i have I, in my opinion i think so many of you have uh, done that i think way more than i have and in, in some ways as well and some of you have been my inspiration i think i see some of you guys and you keep fighting you keep fighting you keep getting back out there doubt is you know he shows up every single day and that that's what now now here it is the light at the end of the tunnel seemingly is coming through is because you've got both sides of the republican party which may not war anymore because there's no fight between the people in the Republican Party. There's just a different shade of Republican. It's like, well, he's he a he's a Trump Republican, or he's a he's a I don't know, he's a Rhino Republican. It's like the Rhinos and the Trumps are, are kind of coming together. Beautiful. Right? It, it, <laughs> it is sort of beautiful. It is sort of nice uh, to see that sort of consolidation of power, and we're seeing that. Uh, by the way, it's, uh, the uh, federal government caved against Indian National Labs uh, caves once again. Remember, just. Take them right to the hilt, folks. You guys who kept a faith didn't get vaxxed. You guys listened to me the entire time. Look. Kept your jobs, didn't get fired. Those who got fired got rehired. Right? Now we got cases against them. Remember, government doesn't know better than you do. All right. Um <clears throat> here's some of your texts from the first hour. Uh Eddie, you probably got this already. Compartmental. No, I didn't. You're the you're you're the one that's giving it to me. Only a particular set of folks have access to that information. So that's what's meant by this compartmental. This happens in the nuclear weapons programs. You have access to some items, but not others. No one person knows all of the info. Okay, so now I understand. So you'd have to get together with other people who would know something else about this, right? So really not lethal. You'd have to know a lot of other people to get together, and you probably don't even know who to get with get the rest of that information together you sort of have pieces of whatever the thing is that is confidential top secret etc judge napolitano has a good explanation on his youtube account about trump's sci docs okay uh haven't heard from a napolitano in quite a while he was on fox all the time it's been libertarian (laughs) is he really yeah pretty uh, much
2: yeah man strict civil libertarian yeah
0: Long time no comment. It will be interesting to see when the dust settles, how many R's are ultimately in collusion with the D's. I think that's a great way to look at this. You know, where do you fall on the side of this? We certainly know where Mitch McConnell, uh, uh, how he feels about this. He did not run to Donald Trump's defense at all. Got to get rid of him. Everyone is in agreement with that. Great program today. You're welcome. Thanks to, uh, thought the POTUS has the right to declassify anything in his possession. Does off topic, but have you wondered if the two high-speed fiery auto crashes in California were self-driving electric cars with combustible batteries? I don't know anything about that. If there's a third incident, I'll be sure. You know, I think we probably should look at that at some point in terms of deterring people from buying electric cars. Gas is coming down because uh, the Democrats want to get elected. Then they'll jack it back up once they've got control. They're always worried about how much control they have and what they can get away with. Have you noticed that? Um, Let's see. Four organizations founded in 1913, FBI, IRS, ADL, FED. <laughs> pretty good, pretty good. Oh, you guys are always on it. Uh, Brian, with all these unexplained sudden deaths, just wondering, has anyone played connect the dots? Uh, wow, and it's a picture of a needle where you have to connect all of the dots together. So, you know, all, all right there. You bring clarity to everything. Okay, wow, that's, that's about the nicest I, I don't know that anybody's ever told me that.
2: <laughs> I thought Eddie Aragon was a, was an irresponsible bomb thrower. Yeah. What, what what about yeah. what's this about clarity?
0: Clarity. What is that? I don't know. Eddie God gave us history on his word, and history repeats itself. Same same reason Jesus spoke in parables. The book of Esther is ten little chapters. Read it like a movie. Read it read it like a movie script. King Xerxes or Big Government, Esther America, Mordecai Trump. Haman equals haters of Trump. See what hatred gets them in the end as they hang on the gallows but they built for who they hate
2: wow, wow. Uh, speaking let me just jump in there on the hatred yes, uh, t- today's update in trump derangement syndrome ladies and gentlemen it is a uh, historian michael beschloss one of the most uh, uh establishment oriented sort of doris kearns goodwin uh pbs constantly interviewed by, uh, consulted by Ken Burns. Uh, He tweeted out a picture of the Rosenbergs saying, we executed uh, people uh, for releasing uh, nuclear secrets. And uh, 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 Rosenbergs were convicted for giving U.S. nuclear secrets to Moscow and were executed in June 1953, according to Beschloss. And guess who retweeted it with the, adding the quote, sounds about right. General Michael Hayden, former CIA director. So one of our leading presidential historians and the former director of the CIA today are basically hinting that Donald Trump should be executed. And they wonder why we hate the establishment in this country.
0: (sighs) That is a great find, Dowd. I don't know how you came across that, but that is an unbelievable find. All right, so Donald Trump, essentially will be exonerated and vindicated through this whole entire thing. He's too big of a target. I think they show that they have nothing. This is not going to take a different turn. Okay. It will not take a different turn. There's going to be lots of little dramas. They're going to insinuate that they they got the goods. They're, they, they're going to try and gaslight you every way they possibly can. Okay. To the point where you're willing to abandon your post. And folks, I sort of did that, didn't I? I mean, when you really think about it, when I said, oh, we should have DeSantis, I couldn't have anticipated this. I couldn't have anticipated them bringing Donald Trump back, but they did. DeSantis ain't going to declare. We don't need him to declare. We need him running that great state of Florida. We need him over here campaigning for, and then when Donald Trump's done with another four years, because that's all he can get, right? Is that is that, I believe that that's... If he's elected and serves the full four years. Yeah. yeah. yeah, Four years. And I think DeSantis knows that. DeSantis will be your next president. Because this, we're not going to let go. Here's who they're coming for. This is just over the last week and a half. This happened again today. It's happening every day. I'm asking for everyone, and I'm going to play it on Sunday. I didn't play it uh, last night, but I'm going to play it on Sunday for you. From 3 to 5, instead of Alex Jones, I'm going to play... Uh, the truth about January 6th, okay, from Epic Times, okay, and I asked Josh, I'm still waiting for the go-ahead, if I can go ahead and do it, but I'm asking you, if I'm doing it, can you guys please subscribe to Epic Times, okay, I'm just, I'm just asking you, so I can air that stuff, I, I need to get some people subscribed to that, I think it's $10 a month, or whatever, I mean, look, it's more expensive than what we're selling with Dow, you should be paying Dow $10 a month, everyone who's subscribing, okay, I'll I, take it, I, yes, <laughs> it's right there at the bottom of the ticker, okay, but I want to air this because the Patriots who showed up in Washington, DC are not getting a fair shake. I, I cried watching it. I cried watching the death of two women in Washington, DC on January 6th of 2021. People who love this country so much. I mean, you think of Ashley Babbitt and you think of her smiling and you think of her And there's a a video of her and her Facebook live feed on that day, and her husband said that she was having her greatest day of her life when she was there. And I was thinking, less than an hour later, she was dead. And it's right there on the Facebook live feed. And um, there's 80 unidentified people who are spooks, who are leading all these horses to water, breaking down the bears, breaking the windows, breaking uh, literally letting them in? They were creating entrapment for every single person, just herding them in, doing whatever they possibly could for exactly what they're doing right now. These people who were up there are paying with years of their life that they'll never get back, and they're folding because they don't have your strength behind them. Remember how I got after you guys for not having a Trump bumper sticker? Remember how I got after you guys for saying, oh, you need to fly that, you need to tell people who you're voting for, you need to get behind them? An off-duty Virginia police officer who stormed This is from the AP. This is the way they're writing it. This will be written in every paper they possibly can because this is what they're going to do to this man who stormed the U.S. Capitol on January 6th with a fellow officer has been sentenced with a fellow officer, police officer. Remember, it was the Capitol Police who entrapped all these people. (laughs) I'm just thinking about Ashley Babbitt, you know, her wonderful husband. The The dude is cool. Man, you get to see Ashley Babbitt's husband. Of course she was married to a guy like that. He's like a trainer. He's physically fit. He's got his long beard. You know, he's just, and he's like real quiet about stuff. And he wasn't into politics at all. And now he's all about it. And I talked to Josh Phillip last week, last Friday at this time. I said, I'm gonna watch that. And I watched it and I I, I had to shut it off several times because it's too much to stomach. Watch it. The truth about January is the real gen, the real story behind January 6th. Joshua does such a fantastic job on that. It matches the uh, seven years in prison with a fellow officer has been sentenced to more than seven years in prison for doing nothing. It matches the longest prison sentence so far among hundreds of capital riot cases. Hundreds. They're going after, they know they can't get Trump. They're going after all the people who are in Washington, D.C. on January the 6th. They're calling it the the new 9-11. Only Donald Trump supporters died on that day. Everything that you're hearing about January 6th is false, folks. You have a duty, you have a responsibility to watch that film from Epic Times. What I love about Epic Times is they're vertically integrated like we are. They, They don't really trust any sort of tweeting. They don't trust anything that's outside of their boundaries. They don't even rely on it. They're not promoting social media. They're like, well, if you want our stuff, you have to subscribe. This is what we're doing. Here's the stories that we're telling. Former Rocky Mountain Police Sergeant Thomas Robertson didn't speak in court Thursday before U.S. District Court Christopher Cooper sentenced him. Didn't even have a voice to seven years and three months in prison. Cooper also sentenced Robertson to three years of supervised release after his prison term. This is an off-duty police officer. I repeat, hear what I'm saying. Don't gloss over these little details. An off-duty police officer. I didn't say retired. I didn't say, well, he's no longer a police officer. Once uh, was in the police officer, but went through a police, academy. no, an off-duty Virginia police officer. 10 years in prison. He got credit for the 13 months he has already been jailed. That's nice. In solitary confinement. So he couldn't talk to anybody else. Federal prosecutors had recommended an eight-year prison sentence. He didn't attack anybody else, okay? In fact, we don't even know what he's done. There's no record. We have no details. What is is any of this stuff? No. It's just one by one by one by one. They're going after every... If you had a ticket to Washington, D.C., you got contacted by the FBI. Here's a man pleading guilty. A Florida man has pleaded guilty to attacking police officers while storming the U.S. Capitol during the January 2021 insurrection. 50-year-old Matthew Council pleaded guilty to two felonies and four misdemeanors. Will you attack police officers? You're going to go to jail. That's fair. Is that fair? I think we all agree that that's fair. If he pled guilty, he pleaded. He didn't say not guilty, but guilty. Two felonies, four misdemeanors, D.C. federal court. Council was arrested at the Capitol during the riot. He was arrested, taken in. According to the criminal complaint, counsel and others gathered illegally on the west side of the Capitol. That's questionable. Those police were struggling to keep the mob outside. The mob. Everybody who was there, anybody who supported Donald Trump, they're part of the mob. Do you see what's happening? Okay. So you're going to take the fall here. But in order to save this country, you have to be willing to take the fall. So your kids have a future. You have to be willing to sacrifice. You have to be willing to take the fall, okay? Okay. That means you may not have a happy ending. Is that okay? I hope so, because this is your chance to live your life and make the ultimate sacrifice, whatever that happens to be. Okay, I didn't want to run for mayor. I had to run for mayor because I wasn't going to vote for a Democrat. I sure as hell, uh, you think did things improve? Did Manny really care enough about the city to change it? Did does uh, Tim Keller do the same? No. So I decided I wanted to run. try to get everybody else to run. Then I decided to run because I'm not going to vote for that. We got signatures, got it done. That's a sacrifice. Got put through court, got sued, got everything and publicly embarrassed. I don't care. Is that, is that a narcissist? No, clearly not. I don't think, I don't care about what, what people think of me. I just don't. As police were struggling to keep the mob outside, council entered the parliamentarian door. Prosecutors say council barged into a line of Capitol police officers trying to push them back and create an opening for others to get through. Didn't have to do that. The police, as you'll see on the video, just literally moved the gates and, come on in! You get get a warrant, you get a jail sentence, you get a warrant, you get a jail sentence, everybody gets... No, we're not handing out cars here, folks. We're handing out jail sentences, prison sentences for 8 to 10 years. The House panel investigating the U.S. Capitol insurrection has interviewed... Secretary of State Mike Pompeo It met with Pennsylvania Republican nominee Doug Mastriano as it probes Donald Trump's efforts to overturn the 2020 presidential election. Pompeo is among several former cabinet officials. The committee wanted to hear from after it was disclosed that some considered invoking the 25th Amendment to move Trump from office. Pompeo's appearance on Tuesday was confirmed by a person through anonymity to discuss the situation. Mastriano appeared less than 15 minutes and questioned the validity of the process. His attorney said Mastriano helped organize the efforts in Pennsylvania to submit alternate electors beholden to Trump. Going after Pompeo, going after the Republican nominee for governor. So they can keep Wolf in there. (laughs) Literally a wolf. That's the guy's name, by the way. The governor of Pennsylvania, in case you didn't know. Literally funded himself $10 million. Big, big liberal. One of the worst federal prosecutors are recommending a sentence of six month probation for a former Virginia police officer who pleaded guilty to storming the U S Capitol with another off-duty officer, same guy. They're recommending a sentence of six months. What, what did I tell you? He got
2: years. eight years, years yeah.
0: do you see what's happening? Also today, federal grand jury investigations, January 6th insurrection of the U.S. Capitol has now subpoenaed the White House counsel under then-president Donald Trump. Who are they going after? Pat Cipollini, top deputy. They also got Patrick Philbin. That's according to the person familiar with the matter. This happens today. The subpoenas went to ex-White House chief lawyer Pat Cipollini in uh, Patrick Philbin. Cipollini was the White House chief lawyer in the final days of the Trump administration. The Penalty suggests the Justice Department investigation is intensifying and prosecutors regard close advisors to Trump as vital witnesses. Get the supporters to turn on Trump. Get his most trusted. He, he's, hey, you know what? Just go after his lawyers. That other guy turned on him. Cohen? Yeah, Cipollini's going to turn on him too. That's the way these liberals are thinking. Cipollini's the father of 10, 10, 10 kids. Big Catholic, very close to Laura Ingram. 36-year-old Central Missouri man is facing federal charges alleging he took a gun to the January 6th riot. Jared Thomas Barger of Centralia was arrested Wednesday in Osage Beach, Missouri. That's yesterday. What are they doing? They're coming after anybody that was J6. Were you in Washington, D.C.? You're going to get a phone call now. That's what they're going to be focused on. Why do you think they're hiring another 87,000 IRS agents? My God, can you pay attention here? Federal authorities say in court documents that Barger took a 9 millimeter semiotic pistol to the Capitol. I hope so. I hope he was protecting himself. You see the projectiles launched at him? Think he would be using it only in self-defense? Probably a law-abiding citizen? How many many people did
2: he kill on that day? I don't know. Oh, I think it's zero. Well, how many did he shoot? Oh, I think that's zero too.
0: But he took a gun. The documents say Barger told authorities he lost the weapon after police sprayed protesters with tear gas. You mean he didn't turn the weapon on the on the, the people who were dispensing the tear gas? He told authorities he realized he lost his gun after he tried to help a woman up. All on video. Who had fallen. Farger, who is not accused of entering the Capitol, is the 23rd Missourian arrested in connection to the riot. 23! Who's the senator from Missouri? Hmm. They're going to need his help. Handsome young man should run for president. You ready for more? Top congressional Democrats have now requested sit-down interviews and internal documents from the Department of... This is all just a couple of days, last couple of days, folks, and over the last week. This is all this week. You think these people are worried about the midterm elections? I'd, I'd say so. Top congressional Democrats have requested sit-down interviews and internal documents from the Department of Homeland Security's Inspector General. This comes as lawmakers are ramping up their investigation of the agency's handling of now-deleted Secret Service text message surrounding the January 6th attack of the Capitol. Leaders of the House Oversight and Homeland Security Committees wrote a letter to the Inspector General, Joseph Kufari, on Monday about the urgent need. Monday? What was Monday? Oh, yeah, uh, the invasion of the Mar-a-Lago. Urgent need for documents and interviews with his staff regarding new evidence of alleged efforts to cover up the erasure of Secret Service communication. Letter also renewed calls for Kafari to rescue himself from the probe. <laughs> if you don't want if you don't want to be part of this, you need to give everybody else up, Mr. Kafari. I know you were the inspector general on this, but you're gonna go to jail if you don't give us what we what we want. A Texas man convicted of storming the U.S. Capitol with a holstered handgun. Did he take it out? Did he brandish it? Helmet and body armor has been sentenced to seven years and three months in prison. Sentence imposed Monday is the longest so far among the hundreds of Capitol riot cases. Prosecutors say Guy Rafit told fellow members of the Texas Three Percenters militia group that he planned to drag the House Speaker Nancy Pelosi out of the Capitol building by her ankles with her head hitting every step on the way down, according to the court filing. Refit was the first person to go on trial for the January 6th, 2021 attack. That's a, If that's really the case and he really showed up with a holster and they had the uh, evidence, yeah, Refit probably, something should happen to the guy, but his three percenters, those aren't three percenters. I know three percenters. Three percenters don't turn each other in. Kind of amazing, huh? Before you get a little bit too emboldened, here's a little cautionary tale for you. There's a way of handling things and there's a way of not handling things the right way. The latest, an Ohio gunman. Law enforcement officials say a gunman who died of a shootout after trying to get inside the FBI's Cincinnati office appeared to have posted Calls on social media for FBI agents to be killed and for people to take up arms in the wake of the search at Donald Trump's home. Please do not do what this man is doing. No one's asking you to go to the FBI or storm the FBI or attack public officials or attack people. You have to let this play out. I think Donald Trump's done a pretty good job on his own of handling it. The official was not authorized to discuss the investigation and spoke to the Associated Press on anonymity. That's the way you'll see it. The gunman has been identified as 42-year-old Ricky Schiffer. He was killed Thursday. That's yesterday, folks. The official said investigators are examining whether he had ties to far-right extremist groups. Oh, there are other people we could throw in? (laughs) Had ties to far-right extremist groups, including the Proud Boys. Timeline of events leading up to the FBI search. I don't know what else to say. Just don't be stupid. 550, 50, 500. That's 550, 50, 500. And so now you're going to see this trend extend. Okay? It's going to go on. We're going to make hay out of this whole thing. Okay, I'll give you a, a, a case. Uh, uh, Dad, why don't you give us your quick thoughts on on uh, on... On all that for the audience, I'll be back. Well, the only in... thing I'd add is
2: that the uh, I, I suspect uh, with the the sad news, the sad news that Salman Rushdie was attacked today. I, I believe he was uh, stabbed in New York City. Um, I'm not uh, I'm not a big reader of his novels, but I I I, I must say that uh, it was a source of a very good uh, Seinfeld episode, right? And uh, i think uh, didn't didn't one of jerry's girls end up with with salman Rushdie? uh he was on stage uh someone rushed the stage and stabbed him uh let's see he walked right up onto the stage holy cow and uh, what i'm getting at here folks is just that obviously this is another uh, white supremacist maybe the same person same white supremacist responsible for all those shootings of muslim men in albuquerque recently so the uh let's see no security checkpoint was required for attendees at this event a disgusted Former employee of the institution who spoke on the condition of anonymity said in an interview that lax security measures were bound to lead to an issue eventually. So, um, how can we link Rushdie's attacker to January 6th? They're going to do whatever they can, I'm sure, folks.
0: <clears throat> Salmon Rushdie, huh? Wow,
2: the fatwa, the original fatwa. The, yeah. the, the uh, uh, Larry David, of course, wanted the fatwa. Uh, he liked he liked having the fatwa well directed against him. Um, he had to wear the, the disguise and everything. They they made a whole a whole episode of it. Uh, 11 a.m. Apparently, in New York City, man rushed the stage, stabbed him in at least once in the neck and abdomen. No word on what his medical condition is at the moment.
0: Chautauqua? New York. Uh, Chautauqua. Oh, Chautauqua. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the AP reporter witnessed the man confront him on stage. Right, ten to fifteen times punched or stabbed him, and or stabbed him. Ten to fifteen times. Man was arrested. Did not immediately identify the attacker or offer any information on this. Did anybody see it? Is there video of it? We're sort of at that point. Okay, here's the news. Here's let me tell you how all this narrative gets rebuilt, so that you all understand. I think it's important. This is the same thing that'll happen with Donald Trump. J six, all that kind of stuff. You gotta, you gotta recreate the narrative. Okay, this is the front page of the Albuquerque Journal last Friday. What does that say right there? Shootings of three Muslim men may be me connected, police say. They were, and the man is going to be responsible for the other two, as well. For the only reason they didn't want to come out with the other two, they've got him on the other two. He had an entire list. You're hearing this here first, folks. He had an entire list of people he wanted to hit inside the Islamic community. Oh, wow. you think you take away my police scanner? You think I'm still not going to find out information? You don't think people come to me and tell me this so I can get this out? He had an entire list. This is the front page. Who's on the front page, front and center? Ahmad Assad, the president of the Islamic Center of New Mexico. Very proud there. Muhammad Ahmadi, Haftab Af- Hussein, Muhammad Az- Azal Hussein. Maybe the officials suggest killer might have been lying in wait. <clears throat> well, we won't go into all the specifics of why we think that there's one strong commonality in all the victims, says Deputy Commander Kyle Hartsock. The race and religion. <laughs> Immediately. White supremacy. Okay. So that's 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 the front page. Shootings of three Muslim men may be connected. There's Hartsock in the back in his suit. He's the deputy commander, blah, blah, blah. He's got leaks in his own department. I love talking to the police. <laughs> the police love me. They they wish that I was their their mayor. Okay, here is uh, <clears throat> we know what Monday was, right? Monday, Tuesday, front page, Tuesday, right? We got all the like then Wednesday, extra, extra, read all about it. There it is. We totally skip over. The Loma Linda meeting, we, we get rid of all that stuff. And we say, oh, no, we, we brought him to justice right there. There it is. Slaying suspect, resident man from Afghanistan, charged in two of the four killings of Muslim men. Mohammed Syed, bottom fold of the page, by the way. Not on the top. There's nothing there on the top fold of the page at all. Just bottom, all bottom. Community vows to stay united. They should have stayed united and kicked him out, right? There it is. Now we're talking about the Community. Ahmad said, said, oh, "I can't believe it's tomorrow, and we're a law-abiding, we're a peaceful community. We're not. We're surprised it wasn't a white supremacist Trump supporter. I knew. I thought it had to be those guys. You heard me yesterday. What I said about India Palace happened on the same day that they took down Santa Fe, and I didn't even have that information. I told you that that was a fake hate crime. Then I read you a list of all the Muslim fake hate crimes that were out there. Then 30, Thursday, we have the apology tour." Right there, front page, the Albuquerque Journal. Now they're just—it's all covering up as much as they can. Accused killer has been asked to leave Ma's 2020 initiative slash tires and parking lot to the request. Da, da, da. all this stuff right there. Okay, boom, there it is. And they keep they keep massaging the message, changing it, and then it's a full-on front page, Albuquerque Journal. Uh, too bad Alex Jones has a terrible name now, right? We used to. What did he, he used to sing that we love our, we love our Muslims. We love our, you say all that kind of stuff. And you'd be like crazy. Never lose hope. Israeli Palestinian teens connect in New Mexico. A complete 180. Four deaths. Now the man had a list. Nobody has that information. No one's reporting that information. The man literally had a hit. How does that Aragon know that the man had a hit list. He has his sources. He doesn't speak English. He had a hit list of people that he was going after. I guarantee you. I, you don't have anything to worry about. There's no longer cars parked out front of the uh, Islamic Center any longer. Nothing's there. Okay. The community is safe. You can rest easy. People were asked to pick up and leave. They left town for the weekend. Uh, I, I don't know what all they were at being asked to do. weren't Couldn't come into the... Warm confines of uh, a city that celebrates diversity. <laughs> Does Melanie Stansbury telling you that the man had a hit list of, of people in the Islamic community that he wanted to kill? Is Michelle Lujan Grisham telling you that? Is anybody telling you that at all? Don't you think you deserve to know? And moreover, don't you think the city of Albuquerque deserves an apology from its politicians and from the president of the Islamic Center of New Mexico at this point? It's terrible what's happened. So I have a question. I've been sort of waiting to get to this question all day. <clears throat> what was the hallmark of Donald Trump's presidency? What was he won? Build the wall, right? <laughs> you know where I'm going with this, folks, because you want to ask the same question. Have these people, now that they kicked them out of their Islamic center, and this was a violent man who attained his Are these, are are they going to be okay with transporting Muhammad Saeed out of the country, sending him back? Are they now against illegal immigration? Uh, That's a serious question now. This is a serious question because this story can keep going. Don't we... Or shouldn't we, if a man doesn't speak English and he's a truck driver who can transport anything and he's that violent, there's no doubt that this was a terrorist attack. It was a an act of terrorism if he had a list. Didn't, who, else, who, who, who else had a list? Osama bin Laden. <laughs> Osama bin Laden had a list. Wouldn't be the responsible thing to do to keep the rest of that safe? And how do we know that he doesn't have an accomplice and doesn't isn't it more than just the fact that the man helped attain those weapons? But once you want to know that Mohammed Saeed probably had friends, there was a reason why his his family didn't speak out against him. He had to know other people in the Islamic Center. Who were his friends that kept him in, that prevented him from getting kicked out? He continued to attend services. As far as I know, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna make an assumption there. Was asked to leave. When you write this. I'm assuming, and it's a fair assumption, that based upon this headline, that he continued to attend services at the Islamic Center of New Mexico. He was on the ground. We've got video of him slashing tires. Shouldn't the president of the Islamic Center of New Mexico, shouldn't he be able to tell him and his community and the rest of us out there if he had accomplices, associates, and other people who helped him achieve this? It's a fair question. It's an absolutely fair question. I'm sure Ahmed Asad is a law-abiding peaceful citizen, right? He's been in the media quite a little bit. love to talk to the man if he wants to go ahead and, and call in and talk about it, I'd love to have a, a good interface with the with, with him because this is something that is plaguing his community. You would want to know that if he had accomplices, associates and other because obviously somebody must have kept him here. He's been without a job for how long? Two years? How did he provide for himself without a job and for two years? Where was the source of income? I don't think we stop on this. I think we continue. In fact, I want to go ahead if we can do such a thing. And since he is now a criminal and you'll be paying for him to be in jail, we don't have the death penalty here. Right? So I think we... We shouldn't let up on this, and I think this becomes a political discussion about certain people get treated a certain way under the law. Because he's an illegal immigrant, and he might be let out, according to oh. according to some of the news releases, he might be let out. The Islamic community is coming. I was like, what? What do you mean he might be let out? We've never seen this before. What is it? What kind of justice system do you have here in America? We behead, we chop off. This is what happens in Islam. Right? That was the fundamentalist view of it. That's not the Islamic Center of New Mexico, right? But that's what they anticipate. I mean, if you steal in some countries, right, I'm, I'm sure we can look it up where it happens. You no, know, women weren't allowed to drive in Saudi Arabia until, what, I don't know, four or five years ago, I think. Just weird stuff. Just all sorts of weirdness. And, and now we're, you know, how are they on the... How are they on the transgender issue i don't want to digress too much <laughs> eddie i would tell the
2: people in the islamic community here if they're all behind their leader at the islamic center and he's all uh mobbed up with the melanie stansbury's and the mlgs of new mexico uh if this guy gets let out why don't you just hey guys these are the these are the ideologues you've aligned yourself with these are enlightened people from the west uh, maybe you maybe you got in bed with some people who uh, really don't share your values at the end of the day. Maybe you need to rethink your associations.
0: I think the Republican Party of the state of New Mexico should, should set up a shop right outside of the Islamic Center and recruit them to change their party affiliation. If they want to be safer here in America, they need to vote for Republicans. What do you think? It's a prime opportunity, isn't it? I think <laughs> this is the time. Do you share our values? Do you want to be safe? Are you tired of crime on our streets? Do you want to come here in a very safe way? Are you a legal immigrant? Well, we can help you, you know, there's the process for being legal immigrants here, okay? We have English classes so you can be fully uh, integrated and get gainfully employed. Is part of what the boundary that led that, prevented that guy from working for a couple of years, the language boundary? I think the Republican Party of the state of New Mexico should be teaching these people and giving them the resources so that they could learn English. Obviously, obviously, let me go back to this. He had been asked to leave. Obviously, if he's going to the mosque, they conduct they conduct their services not in English but in Arabic. I'm imagining. That's a pretty safe assumption, right? It sounds crazy what I'm talking
2: about. This I think is you're supposed to crazy. read the Quran in Arabic. I think it's not really legit for most Muslims unless you read it in Arabic. I think you're supposed. I read to.
0: the I read the Quran in high school, and it's in English. I don't know why it would be required to. How about all these NBA basketball players?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, they, they don't speak Arabic. Trust me.
0: <laughs> oh, we better stop. I'm, I'm going to stop right here. I'm Seriously. We're talking about people reading at a fifth grade level. <laughs> Does anybody remember Dexter Manley? Does anybody know the story of Dexter Manley? Do you know who that is? Does anybody Red, know? Redskins, that right? Redskins. Yeah, the Redskins. He got a degree from whatever university he came from. Could not read. Could not read. It was like the biggest story. I remember like it was the late 80s, early 90s. I'm like, what? College graduate. (laughs) Football (laughs) player, couldn't read, got a college degree. And and this is on my point on reading the Quran. Like you can read the Quran. How are all these people converting to... How did Chris Jackson become uh, Islam Wahhabi or whatever it was that he became, right? He had this news and they always adopt those names, right? He had to have read the Quran in English. I'm pretty sure that Islam would like to build itself up. It's like any church, the Catholic church, the Christian church. They want to bring more people in. How do you bring people in? The Bible's translated. It's the most popular book in the world. I think it's translated into every single language there is. I don't know that anyone's supposed to read it in a particular language, but if that is indeed true, certainly Mohammed Saeed was only reading it in the language that he understood, which was not English. He required a translator, folks. Be culturally insensitive. or Call attention to the fact that the man could not speak English. Why? Maybe part of the reason why he did what he did is because it's got to be frustrating. How do you go to, I don't know, a restaurant, 7-Eleven, a gas station, everything, you're looking at this, I don't know what to do. Like, he didn't know what to do. it got to be frustrating. It's going to lead some people to become killers. They deal with things in certain ways. That frustration sets in and all of a sudden you become a crazed killer. I mean, had other reasons, obviously the Sunni Shiite stuff, but anyway, we're going to leave this here. I could talk about this all day. And again, more and more and more questions I think need to be addressed. Eddie, Eddie, I think my only, hold on, let me finish my point. That is a community in need. That's a community in need of leadership I have direction. An imam didn't want to be there. I interviewed the imam after the Friday the 13th killings in France. I, I still have the recordings. I have all the recordings. I literally said, could I talk to the Im- imam Shafi? He moved to Denver. Great guy. Loved him. He was, he was awesome. He came in. He, he refused to apologize on behalf of what had happened. I literally have the recording. I'm like, well, can I get you to apologize or, you know, whatever. He said, I'm very sorry for what has happened, but you no responsibility. Those people don't have what 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 we do. That's not what we do. We we don't do that. That's not our yeah, obviously it's not your Islam. And I gave a chance for you to kind of tell your story on that air. That was an amazing piece of radio. Two separate times. People are like, whoa. Eddie's talking to the to Imam Shafi. <laughs> Does your mayor talk to the Imams, local imams currently? Because I would be the mayor that'd be talking to all the imams. So I was like, Yeah, we want you guys to be to be here. Yeah, if you guys want to go ahead and do this, but we need you to be integrated. Okay i want to be i want to, I want to hang out I, I want to say like yeah i've got a muslim friend you know like some people say they have a black friend or they have i've got a muslim friend actually my, one of my best friends was muslim zakir hussein then he called me a racist and we weren't friends so anyway that's a story for another day yeah down go ahead sorry about that
2: no i mean the only point i would add to what you've been saying about our uh islamic leaders in the metro and i I, I end up. I, I know I'm sounding like Pamela Geller. There's all you know. There's all these Islamophobes in our country, and I don't have any respect for any of them. I mean, is, Islam's a religion like Christianity. There's over a billion of them. There's good Muslims. There's bad Muslims. I, you know, I'm not really interested in religion at all. So I, I, I think you're all crazy. So I lump you all in together. But I'm talking about the specific public statements of people who are said to be leaders of the Islamic community in Greater Albuquerque. If, if People connected with the Islamic center. You knew this guy was a bad apple. Okay. You knew this guy was violent to his wife, to his children. People talk. Okay. People talk. Even if you didn't know formally what was going on, people in the religious community talk. Okay. Believe me. Everybody at St. Catherine's Parish in Broadbrook, Connecticut knows everybody's business. Okay. I grew up there. Um, You knew he was slashing tires. Come forward with the emails and the phone calls the times that you have contacted law enforcement in the region to to raise concerns about this guy and if you can show me that i will shut up i will say wow you you were responsible you were looking out for for your community but if you had if you weren't making those contacts aren't you kind of partially culpable in this guy uh not getting locked up uh if you had suspicions uh, this guy escalated. It went from beating the wife to beating the son to slashing the tires to murdering people, allegedly. Now, if you if you, if you, you did what I say, what I'm hypothesizing, then come forward and say, oh, this guy was on our radar screen early. We had a dialogue with law enforcement. We were constantly uh, talking to APD about this. I hope that's the case. But if it's not the case, uh, you've got a lot to answer for.
0: <clears throat> Iran cuts off man's fingers for theft. Iran's Islamic Penal Code says theft on the first occasion is punishable by the amputation of four fingers of the right hand. Iranian authorities have defended amputation as the best way to deter theft despite protests by international human rights organizations. However, reports of such punishments are rare. Well, of course the reports are rare. There's no integration. Maybe what also prevented some of the and they, they we heard them audibly on KOB Channel Four. The woman didn't want to speak up. She said, "I don't think he did it. I don't think he did it. But he he did it. He's responsible. He's going to be responsible for all four of them. Okay, he's got a list. The man had a list. He put that together. I'm sure there was other people on notice. Okay, I have a I have a text message from Javier. What's the former mayor of Javier of Espanola? Oh, we got to do the Espanola Blotter today, by the oh, way. Oh, big time. Just so you know, yeah. right. Javier. <laughs> I told Javier Sanchez, I said, I um, said, I said, I said very, on Wednesday, Wednesday, August 3rd, 8.07 p.m., very sorry for your loss. I am a half a mile away from where he was murdered. That's the 404 Cornell. Uh, Cornell. I grew up in that neighborhood. This is Eddie at Kiva Radio. And he says, <clears throat> and he was held up at gunpoint a month ago. Crime is out of control. Thanks for reaching out. I said, I'm sorry that you're grieving. If there's anything you'd like to share, anything else, let me know. There it is, Javier. I got the—that's the, me corresponding with him directly last Wednesday, well, well after any Espanola blotters or anything else that I'm supposedly responsible for. Just think about this. I see Islamic people all the time at the Ghetto Smiths. I'm there all the time. Hey, how's it going? How's it, hey, what's going on? Been going there for years. What? What I don't like. What I don't like is the hate that's being projected because they feel like they are in fear. Yeah, I'm sure just as much as we would like to have Muslim friends, they would like to have Trump supporters, (laughs) friends. (laughs) I think this is a a great time to talk about that. We'll talk about uh, where they are on the political scale and uh, maybe convert some of those. That's what you guys need. And that's what the, um, that's certainly what the, uh, excuse me. The Republicans need. Set up shop across the street. We'll hit the top of the hour news. Bring it back. Hour three, you and me for a Friday here in Kiva on AM 1600 K ABQ.FM. Hello to everybody out there in Kellerville this afternoon. Hope you're enjoying yourselves. Another week at Coronado Park.
1: Only 21 checks and chest yeah, 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 yeah Just mm. in the front of Yeah, yeah, yeah Let's oh, play yeah, to let's yeah. play Yeah, yeah, yeah See you. That's one. Awesome.
0: 606 and the 505 with more 411 here for the third hour on a Friday. I'm Eddie on the Rock of Talk on AM 60 under KIVA, ABq.fm rockoftalk.com fmrockoftalk.com. D. d musk uh, across town and sounding nice and clear there on the uh, third hour. And uh, I'm glad that uh, he's here, you're here, and we're all hanging out here. Apparently, Tulsi Gabbard hosting uh, Tucker, Yeah, WTF, uh, all over again. This is a problem. This is, a, this is the problem, but we do need to grow the party. So just change... Just change your party affiliation, Tulsi, and we'll be totally okay.
2: Tulsi, so we'll you've gotta give up on single payer healthcare. You've gotta give up on the Green New Deal. You gotta give those hand those back to your left wing pals and come all the way over to the right.
0: No, <laughs> yeah, you you gotta just leave leave that plantation. Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV podcasting on Citrus SoundCloud and Spotify. Don't forget. You can app us on uh, rockoftalk.tv, rockoftalk.com. Download those apps, to listen to our shows, watch our shows. We even watch the reruns the last couple of days. Uh, are there in the uh, kitty? So there you go. So you can jump into all that. Um, don't forget, speaking of kitties, uh, she likes to yowl a lot on the radio. You have Dinah Vargas. Uh, she's on tomorrow at 1 p.m., 2 p.m. Uh, the Liberty Lovers are there. They'll be hanging out doing their three hour tour. And then uh, we had. Um, Casey and Mikey uh, hanging out uh, here in the Kiva early this morning. They're wonderful people. Freedom families united, F F F F F F U. Yeah, FD, Freedom families united. Yeah, that's a uh, beautiful. Casey's so serious. I'm trying to get him to be a little less <laughs> unserious. So a little nice bit engineer. less serious, I should say. And you know, he's he was doing his show. I'm like, Oh, don't. We've been so busy. having not I said, you got to listen to the show. Like. He doesn't listen to, of all the people, there's a lot listen to the show. It was like Casey used to listen religiously, but uh, yeah, they're, they've are they been pretty busy. Apparently the uh, Berlioz County had a, uh, the Republican Party in New Mexico had an opening. They decided to open up a um, an office, speaking of, uh, which they would open an office across the street from the Islamic Center in the Southeast. That would have really been a statement right there. And it's like, you're aligned with our, that's a, that's an Eddie Aragon move that they'll never do. And remember, they don't even like, they don't even want me a part of their party. They're, they, they literally kicked me out of their party. So there you go. Um, pretty, pretty cool. Um, just another, just another uh, Trumpian thing there. Um, by the way, somebody texted in Elaine back in the day. She's uh, apparently she's reading from the Conservative Treehouse. I do not suggest that you read from the Conservative Treehouse, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, there's so much peddling of. Like I, got, you, Dowd says he has like 100 and some odd web, 200 and some odd websites that 232. He, or, two thirty. 230. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry about that. Oh, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm, I peruse maybe five sites. Some days it's 50. It just depends upon what I have time for, you know, always the wall street journal, always the economist always. Uh, those are the ones I always read every single day because I subscribe to them. And then now the Epic times has made it to my sort of top five list. I will uh, go to that. It used to be Breitbart. I was always a big Breitbart guy, but, um, I don't know. I just can't, I can't read Breitbart all the time because it's like the conservative treehouse. I don't believe half of the stuff. It feels too sensationalized. It's just, it's not good for me. You know, I used to go to Fox News all the time. I never go to Fox News anymore. I never, I never go. Unless someone sends me a link, I will never read Fox News. But she sends me something that says, The Silence of DeSantis, Florida governor ducks media appearances, records statements seeking to avoid questions about Trump raid. Oh, like he was in on it. Yes. (laughs) Like this is such crap. Stop. Just stop. So she sends me that. I'm like, I'm making it. She says, glad you're seeing the light. The MAGA and the President Trump are what we need. I said, well, yeah. Um, but the Democrats knew that they needed him too, because they needed to lo- lose another election. So there, they, they, they only get four years. <laughs> they only get, they, they may never get four years out of this guy. I said, there's no light. I wanted peace for the greatest president in history. He doesn't. Thank God. <laughs> so you see what i did there right thank god he doesn't Ooh. want to be so i think it's uh <laughs> uh let's see M- many other texts are coming into the uh kiva here this afternoon you guys are uh, so attentive this afternoon hi eddie isn't the leader of the islam center also the president of new mexico defense attorneys i don't know he is an I attorney I, I, yeah i don't need to attack ahmed assad you know they're, they're they're dealing with enough stuff um please understand that this is not ad hominem there's no reason to attack you know i directly um, we're attacking what they believe about, you know, they're the ones that have to eat all this. I, we deserve an apology. Um, as much as you know, their community deserves an apology for not being protected and the man had a hit list and all this, we deserve an apology to the community at large for projecting that this could have come from from outside their non-integrated community. I, Uh, I just, I feel that's just an honest, an honest request, just a simple, very complimentary. We apologize. Thank you for allowing your resources to be used and leveraged. Thank you for not, uh, you know, I don't know, w- whatever they want to g- go ahead and say, but you know, the fact that there's not even a tip of a hat to the rest of the community or apology, in my opinion, when you gaslit the entire community politically to say that this could have been a white supremacist or a Trump supporter or anybody, but someone within their own community, I think it's just, it's just a sad, sad statement. And he needs to be the guy that issues that, that, that statement.
2: The only thing I'd add, Eddie, is and I agree with everything you said, but I I would add that this is, uh, an this is a an Eddie Aragon Doud musket intervention for your community. You do not want to go down the road of getting in bed with the left wing political establishment, the the left wing culture, uh, left wing activists. This right. is very bad for your community. At 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 its core, as far as I as a, as a way way far outsider on many levels. But from what I observe and what and what the data show, the Islamic community, many members of the Islamic community are big believers, strong families, school choice, entrepreneurship. You do not want to align yourself with Michelle Luhan Grisham and Martin Heinrich and Ben Ray Luhan and, and Lonely Girl. These people are not your friends. What they are looking for is you to be as dependent as other minority groups are upon them. For all the porkola they bring back from Washington, or they dispense from the roundhouse uh, coffers, and of course, more than anything else, they want your votes on election day. So, one of the worst ways to marginalize your community, and you know, if you're Islamic, you're still in a very tiny minority of Americans. If you're if you're uh, af pack uh, emigres, you're in a very tiny minority of Americans. The last thing you want to do is align yourself 100% with one particular ideology or party and get wedded to them. You want your people to think for themselves and, and, and allow themselves to become fully integrated and, dare I say, have diverse perspectives and diverse socioeconomic conditions as you build your community in this country. You're making a deadly mistake, folks. You are going to regret this. 10, 20, 30, 40 years down the, down the line. I don't see this as insulting you. I see this as an attempt at an intervention.
0: Uh, and I think we should also uh, talk about the language barrier that exists that prevents them from being integrated and how they can be used as political fodder. Uh, I think that that is really uh, important uh, for, I mean, I think Ahmed Assad should change his party registration to a Republican. Uh, that won't happen, likely. But we'd welcome him into the Republican Party immediately and tell him, uh, get your group on side of law and order and uh, all the rest of the things that uh, that we are advocating for, since that's what you are advocating for in your own community. I, I think uh, that, that should be stated, but they likely will not do that. And I, th- I hope that that changes. Uh, I think that that should be something that he could probably do uh, for his own. All right, Eddie, I uh, um I sure. just
2: I'll give you an example from my life. We were um a number of years decades ago, the federal government, because nuclear waste has been such a tar baby, uh hot potato, you know, use use whatever metaphor you like. The federal government decreed that all of the non-high level radioactive waste, the low level stuff, kind of the experimental waste, the medical waste, we have more and more atomic and nuclear medicine, which is a great thing. It's, a, it's, doing, it's accomplished wonderful things. Um, they dictated that all 50 states had to be responsible for disposing of their own nuclear waste. The feds kind of washed their hands of it so that they could mm-hmm. focus on Yucca Mountain and the high level stuff. So this all came to a head in the late 80s and early 90s when these state governments from California to New York to Connecticut had to start attempting to build low-level nuclear waste disposal sites within their own states or if they were part of a compact with other states within with somewhere within the compact and when in my town in, in rich connecticut uh and we're not a particularly rich town but the state's particularly rich we were cited by the quasi public entity that wanted to come along and build a nuclear waste disposal site half a mile from our apple orchard and you know customers are pretty uh, uh, they like to avoid all things nuclear. Are you going to buy your apples from the, 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 the orchard that's a half mile from a nuclear dump? Uh, a lot of customers would just sign up beg off on that kind of stuff. And, and there were a lot of wealthy suburbanites out in the country in Connecticut who didn't want to live. They moved out to the country so that they didn't have to be around industrial sites. The night that decision was announced, Eddie, the environmentalists, the professional scaremongers descended on our community because they were our friends. They were going to help us i'm doing the air quotes on on the video Mm -hmm. screen if you're not uh if you can't see it at home sometimes when you feel under crisis and a whole bunch of people just instantly arrive and they're willing to help you and they're going to fight this war with you and they're going to arm you and they're going to empower you as welcome as that help is they don't necessarily have your best interest at heart, and I, th- I I fear this is happening to the Islamic community in in, in Albuquerque, yes, and I'm sure it's, it's happening to all true. kinds of other That's communities really as well. So all right, hold on one second, hold on one second. And Speaking of Fox
0: News, they're now, just blowing up my uh, speed. Hold on, on one second, one sec. Okay, I'm trying to. I just got a uh, a text from somebody on that. Yeah, to go back uh, about ten seconds. Go ahead.
2: Yeah. So so when a well organized, well financed group of people arrive to help you yes on one hand say okay these people could be our allies but have a little skepticism have a little suspicion don't link arms with them and and march in the streets thinking that they have your best interest at heart Uh, my grandparents generation used to have that old phrase you know he's not your friend they're not your friends you think they are but they're not and that's what i would say uh to the people in this community in light of this recent violence if you're just gonna get mired deeper in the melanie stansbury quicksand in the long run you're doing tremendous harm to your community don't fall for it
0: yeah the islamic community is very conservative i think that's something that should be stated and uh, they don't want to be used for political fodder and that's exactly what they got used of and uh, i think it illuminates every single statement that you just made about not being in bed with these with these politicians they're just gonna go ahead and uh uh, sort of misconstrue who they are, what they believe. This is not what they believe. In fact, Muslim, and I'm looking at the video right now. Thanks for sending this. Uh, this is Al-Khari police release body cam video of man suspected for murdering Muslim men being arrested. And it's, a uh, a very violent altercation to, uh, take in Muhammad Saeed, uh, uh, based on August 8th in connection with the killings of uh, four Muslim men. And now he just hasn't been charged with the other two. So that's, uh, that's where this, uh, lands at right now. I've got the report earlier in the week that i wanted to bring up but i think this is the right time to do it how many muslims are there where do they live there's 1.8 billion muslims i think that's got to be the most pop- populous uh, uh muslim i mean most populous religion uh there is in the world that's got to be more than catholics Would that i think that's fair to say um certainly
2: not more than christians but maybe more than catholics let's see
0: Religion. <sighs> Gotta be the most dominant religion now. Islam is currently the world's second largest religion. Okay, it is the fastest. Yeah, two point two billion world. Christians in okay, the world. Okay, two point yeah. two versus one point eight. Okay, Muslims are. Um, uh, let's see, estimated percent change in population size. Muslims are anticipated to grow by more than seventy percent. Christians only thirty four. Hindus only twenty seven percent. Buddhists on the decline at minus seven. No thanks to China. So there you go. Um, let's continue here. Number of Muslims in the U S continues to grow. they a uh, number of uh, Muslims in the United States have gone from 2007 at 2.35 million to 2011 at 2.75 to 2017 at what 3.45. Current number of Muslims in this country. Dad, if you could look that one up, um, I'm, I'm assuming we're more than 5 million, maybe 6 million, uh, it's probably doubled about then. Muslim and non-Muslim fertility rates. Oh my gosh. It is not even close folks. Uh, Not only are they replenishing, but they are, um, it's nearly three, three is their fertility rate. Yeah. Uh, In Middle East and North Africa, 2.8. North America, 2.7, 2.4. I mean, that's lots of taxpayers, folks. (laughs) Think of it that way. Uh, 5.2 in sub-Saharan Africa. Uh, They can't be taxpayers unless they're integrated and gainfully employed, uh, folks, which also means they need to leap the language uh, barrier um what's the total number of uh Muslims in this country now
2: uh the Pew's latest estimate is 3.45 million that is uh, 1.1 percent of the population but it's a couple years old given the birth rates it's probably a little higher but you also have to understand folks that uh there are a lot of black Muslims who are culturally more from the black community of Americans but they but religious wise they you know, say they're followers of, of, of the prophet. So it gets a little complicated. And fun fact about uh, uh, Muslims, ladies and gentlemen, the countries with the largest numbers of uh, Muslims, and I remember reading this a couple of years ago, are not Arabic countries. Uh, Pakistan, India, Indonesia, and I believe Malaysia are the four countries countries that have the largest number of muslims absolute numbers and not one of them is arabic so you, you mm. got to think uh, muslim yeah, you know. islam religion is a world religion it starts in morocco and it goes all the way to oceana down by uh, australia i mean it really it, it's a big big group of people and as i always say i sing my eric idol when it comes to india and china and the world's muslims there's 900 million of them in the world today we better learn to like them that's what i say
0: that's <laughs> pretty good hey, you know the other thing too is they like us their reason why they're here in america is because they like america more than they like you know their 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 countries that they're from uh, i can tell you that because the numbers also say that um uh, anti-american not really uh views about anti-american americanism among us muslims have grown more partisan okay and this is where we as republicans need to do a better job of understanding, well, they're not gonna come to America because they want to convert us necessarily, right? To their religion. No, they're, I think they're trying to escape a certain level of persecution, maybe in their own countries. I would would think that, right? I think that there's, they don't like living under the sort of the, um, you know, we have the separation of church and state. That's kind of a good thing. (laughs) I mean, that's kind of what they're looking for too. They want their religion, but they also wanna say, hey, you know, there's other things that are out there, so that uh, helps them. Well, Eddie, uh, one of the
2: reasons that I really hate neoconservatives is they've been pushing this narrative for 20 years that is just so factually nonsensical. Uh, and, and a number of state legislatures, I think, have passed laws about uh, you know Sharia law is coming to the United States. The Muslims are going to outbreed us. The Muslims are going to convert us. If you think, ladies and gentlemen, that American women in the 21st century are going to start wearing headscarves and burqas They're going to uh, teach their young children to read the Quran in Arabic, and they're going to submit to complete male domination of the household. You're living in a different country than I am. Yeah. Islam's not going to overtake America, okay? Yeah. I know there's I know I know there's a lot of people got all hopped up on the war of civilizations and the war of religions. Uh, you don't understand the 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 dominant factors shaping and controlling American culture. We're not gonna become a Muslim country. I give you my word, and I've been I've been studying economics and society and government and demographics for thirty years. It's
0: not gonna happen, folks. <laughs> News of Muslims more negative in Eastern and Southern Europe. Uh, let's see. Unfavorable views of Muslims in countries countries. countries include Italy, Poland, Greece, and Hungary, Uh, just so you know. So uh, take that uh, with what you will. Uh, Let's, uh, I will also say after seeing uh, Victor, uh, what was it? uh, Orban? Orban. 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 Uh, He was pretty amazing. But I think if Victor Orban uh, was Muslim advocating for the very things that he was talking about, he'd be celebrated as the greatest Muslim in the world. Uh, oh yeah, the way that he talks about things. So Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, <laughs> no doubt about it. Uh, France, Germany, and the UK have the uh, the least unfavorable views of Muslims. Uh, characteristics associated with Westerners and Muslims. Traits associated with Westerners among Muslims in predominantly Muslim countries: selfish, violent, sixty-eight percent, sixty-six percent, greedy, sixty-four percent, immoral, arrogant. So apparently, these are things that we have to bust through. Okay. Westerners among Muslims, okay? Traits associated with Westerners. This is what we, they think of us, okay? Traits associated with Muslims among non-Muslims in the U.S. Fanatical, honest, violent, generous, arrogant. The 58 going all the way down to 41, the most predominant traits. What characteristics do people in the Muslim world and people in the West associate with each other? So these, this is part of opening up that dialogue, okay? Getting these people at the Islamic Center to start to speak English would only help them have a better image of us and we a better image of them for wanting to integrate. They're already here, part of one of the things that we should do is so they can get economically propelled into society uh, so that they can make as much money, become capitalists, uh, open more bodegas or more, you know, become more engineers or whatever they decide to do. I think the young man who lost his life, 27 years of age, I think he was an engineer, Get them integrated by getting them to learn the language. I think that that's very important. And it is the language, folks. Support for Sharia. Not as high as you might think, folks. Percent of Muslims who favor making Sharia the official law in their country. (coughs) Wow. This will surprise you. (coughs) Kazakhstan, only 10% of, of Muslims. Tajikistan, Turkey, 12%. Tajikistan, 27%. Kyrgyzstan, 35%, a little high there. Uh, How about Kosovo? This was back in the day. So 2015 and Albania 12. Um, Let's see. Sub-Saharan Africa. These are the only places where it's extremely high, where they want Sharia law. Likely. Why do they want it? Because they don't have good laws in their own country. Look, look at these uh, sub-Saharan African. Any
2: change is better. I think they would think (laughs) any change is
0: better. I think that's part of. Yeah, I think that's part of (laughs) why why they probably want to become, you know, theocracies. Niger at 86 percent. They really want Sharia law. Djibouti. Djibouti. Did I pronounce that uh, correctly? No, no D. Djibouti. Okay, thank you. Uh, Congo. I got to help my son. my son's going to fifth grade, so uh, he's asked me to help him with his uh, prep for going into school next week. So I I want to make sure I get some of these countries right. I don't often speak about them. Nigeria, Congo, seventy one and seventy four percent. Ethiopia at sixty five percent. So there you go, folks. Uh, the more um, can I am I can I say primitive anymore? Is that, is that I've I've had an Ethiopian uh, cab driver, and he and I also had one from Eritrea in um, in Las Vegas. He could not believe, and I, I said this because I read The Economist, and. You could not believe that I knew where his country was. He was wow. it, it was the most amazing ride of his life because I knew what Aritia was and about the civil war that separated Aritia from... Not
2: Egypt. every American is an ugly American. Some of us know a little bit about world history <laughs> and world politics. The, the final point on, on Islam, sure. and I don't think we have good numbers on most Islamic countries, but there's one Islamic country in the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, the OECD, Turkey, turkey along with japan and korea and this is what i always like to throw at my christian friends about how christianity is all about morality and and christianity will make you a moral person the best out of wedlock percentage in the oecd turkey japan korea no christianity and their women don't have kids out of out of wedlock like uh the christians in america where we're over 40 percent so uh there is a a strain of social conservatism in the islamic world and uh i i think it's just sad that after 9 11 and and you know murderers terrorists horrible human beings um americans just started to think of you know any islamic person as a terrorist and i think it's uh it's a great it's a tremendous slander of this of their society having said that there is a tremendous amount of dysfunction in what's called the, Uma, the Ummah, uh, that's, that's the U M M A H, that's the the community of Islamic believers. I mean, if you go from Morocco all the way to Malaysia, you're going to find a hell of a lot of dysfunction. I mean, some really backward places, places like Afghanistan, the worst of the worst. So uh, it's like anything else in life: there's good and there's bad. Um, boy, did we get a bad one in Albuquerque recently? A uh, uh, three or four time murderer. So uh, <laughs> I'm, not, time. I'm not defending that fair. guy.
0: Yeah, before, uh, views of ISIS overwhelmingly negative from within the Muslim community. That's right. Opinion of Islamic militant groups in Iraq and Syria. Uh, they used to call it something else. Uh, they called the, the, it was like the something, I forget what it was called. Lebanon, 100%. Absolutely hate ISIS. Israel, 97%. Uh, let's see, unfavorable. Jordan, 94% amongst the Muslims, by the way, 84% among uh, uh, Palestinians, Indonesia, 79, 73. So in terms of that militant strain, militant strain, the only high numbers that you see for that is from Burkina Faso in Nigeria, uh, as well as Senegal have the highest uh, opinions, and that's only at 11 and 14%. So so that that sort of viewpoint of Muslims, not good. All right, so here we go. I think, are we going to get credit for doing this public service today for educating our audience on, do we, should I, do I send this into the FCC for the, uh, do getting, uh, for, uh, for our, our license and for what we're talking about?
2: Maybe, maybe okay. I'll, maybe we'll get another email 100. from that guy in Santa Fe who says that, you know, he, he, he only listens occasionally because talk radio is so awful and. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. 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 And, and i
0: educating they, our audience here on a Friday yeah. afternoon about, uh, sure. you know, what we think about Muslims and. What they think about us and you know helping sort of create the hand. I wonder if I get reading that. from
2: official sources and charts yeah. and graphs, and I'm not. they're all Race. just right wingers. Those uh,
0: crazy uh, racist uh, yeah, guys, absolutely. Uh, Every one of talk, them, they're jabber, jibber, jabber <laughs> among U.S. Muslims. Widespread concern about their place in American society. like This is the place where you can help them. Republican Party set up a, str- a place right across the street from the Islamic Center. Uh, tell them that he said to re register as a Republican, tell him he likes law and order. It's important and vote Republican. Is there a lot of discrimination against Muslims in the United States? They say 75% says, yes. I don't think that that's the case. I think it's like almost no, no discrimination. I think people go out of their way. They're like, Oh wow, that's just yep. different. Oh wow. It's, you know, oh, someone's behind me. I'm not going to hold. I've always held the door open or whatever. I possibly, all- yeah. Right? It was, yeah. Does Donald Trump make you feel worried? 68% said, yeah, I'd love to go over there. And I've talked to the Iman Shafi and all that kind of, there, there we go. We should ha- definitely have that bound. Do Americans see Islam as part of mainstream society? 62% said, no. it's because you don't integrate. Next 62% say no, because you haven't integrated. Let's get you on your way, on your pathway. I, I thought they liked that whole pathway to citizenship thing. Isn't that what the whole thing? Yeah, they were real big into it. I heard that. In recent years, being Muslim in the U.S. has has gotten, I don't know what the rest is, more difficult, 50% say more difficult, hasn't changed much. I'd say it's become incredibly easy. How, how does a man who hasn't been gainfully employed for two years continue to be in America? I doubt in Muslim society that you'd be able to do this. Nine in 10 Muslims are proud to be an American. Republicans, listen up. Go register these guys, stick an American flag in their hand, and tell them to celebrate conservative values that would keep them alive. In a, in a land of law and order more more police on the streets 92% agree i'm proud to be an american that's kind of awesome do we even have that amongst uh white people <laughs> you you wouldn't get 92% corallis i guarantee you you. <laughs> did you get 92% amongst white people
2: no way no way
0: uh 80% satisfied with the way uh, the, the 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 way things are going are in their own life today 70%, most can get ahead with hard work. Look at that, that's more opportunity Love this country. In the past year, someone expressed support you because you are a Muslim, 50% out. Every other person is like, oh, celebrate your religion. Wow, yeah. well, where's all this negativity coming from? Oh, yeah, it, it's the media. It's the fodder for the media.
2: And politicians. Americans,
0: yeah, yeah, American people are generally toward Muslim society friendly, yes. I would say we're very friendly, uh, neutral. Only 14% said unfriendly. What difference between Shiite and Sunni? All this kind of stuff. Are we going to get these guys registered as Republican? So there you go. So uh, speaking of that, we got to get the people of Española registered as Republican. Things haven't gone very well there. Even the Republican mayor was kind of a Democrat. I'll just uh, say that. All right. Eddie, thanks for the education. You and Doubt are having a great show today. That's, I think uh, I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm. I think we're doing our show, uh, which is, is also educating ourselves on some of this stuff. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> it's pronounced. Are you telling me how to pronounce something on the air? I can ask down, but it, trying to text me how to pronounce something, isn't that?
2: <laughs> e- Eritrea, I think. Is that, is that what they're
0: Eritrea. Eritrea. I, I thought it was Eritrea. So <laughs> that's what I've always said. I've, maybe I'm just reading it fast. I do a lot of that. Uh, this one coming. IRS annual report shows training of heavily armed agents raiding suburban homes. Photos. I don't believe this stuff. IRS report shows training. This uh, going back to 822. Gateway Pundit. Rating. So we got to uh, trust but verify. Right? We'll, we'll 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 trust Gateway Pundit to a certain degree, but uh, we're probably going to have to pass in on a little of that uh, as well. All right. Back to do the Española blotter when we return. And Give you your top five. Dad, uh, I have the latest uh, Espa blotter, um, mm-hmm. and I guess we'll jump into it. Uh, we'll make some a lot more of friends. clothing.
2: As I said, a lot of clothing related incidents this week. Yes, oh, okay. <laughs> or, or lack good. of clothing.
0: My kids are my kids are uh, are watching uh, Stranger Things in the other room. They just love it. It's really a good coming of age thing, folks. Especially when it has to do with dealing with monsters. This is the song that became very famous sort of reissued here for those of you who haven't watched it. I highly recommend Stranger Things. It's very, very good. Even, even Dowd might even watch it. So sort of a modern day uh, fantasy tale and some of it filmed right here in Albuquerque to Mexico. This is Kate Bush running up that hill. Back after a quick break, Espa Blotter next. This has all been prepared by uh, D-Dowd Muska, uh, by the way. i got to find my, my volume adjuster because I can't hear Dowd. Unless I... Oh, there we go. Let's see. Oh. oh, it's got a different adjustment here. Let's see if we can pipe this down just a little bit. No, we can't. Dowd, you're going to have to hang out on the outside because apparently... <laughs> okay. It's not letting me letting me jump in here and lowering the volume. It's my my either... part of this project is done. I I just call Ooh. them all. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'll... <laughs> Dowd will hang up, uh, hang out as long as he possibly can, and we'll do the yes, bladder for as long as Dowd has prepared it. How about that? No, we ladies and gentlemen, this is a, a product of a lot of hard work, a lot of groups, a lot of people, specifically <clears throat> the Rio Grande Sun in Española has put all this information together, so we hope that you appreciate it. They certainly appreciate us, which is why they continue to put it out. <clears throat> The police blotter is published to give readers an abridged look at the criminal activities, bro, in their community and right in the hood. It's just an illustration of what the local law enforcement funded by the taxpayers must deal with daily in the Espa Valley, no. Espanola police officers, Oquea, Winge tribal police, the Rio Riba county sheriff's deputies and the state police responded to the following calls here. In Espa, 4.35 a.m., a caller reported a pantless woman was in the lot of Desert Sun Motors, yelling that she was going to kill herself. The a hell of a way to go, no. 8.27 a.m., a Sacred Heart church caller said a man is sleeping at the top of the cemetery, under the gazebo. Responding officer told a caller he can't remove the man without a reason or criminal activity. He's just sleeping. He said the man isn't trespassing he goes to visit family buried there. Oh, oh sad. That's a sad one, E. Almost like the ones when they talk about the kids. That's as bad. 9.51 a.m. A A Camino Familiar caller said he gave a friend a ride to Lowe's and left him in the truck while he went inside. When the caller came out, the man was gone. When the caller got home, he discovered his TV and the generator stole it. That's a thief. 12.53 p.m. We're back on El Llano Road. Caller reported a man with a gun was walking down the streets, waving guns and passing cars. Waving guns at passing cars. That'd be a hell of a thing to waving guns and passing cars. (laughs) Police found a man matching the description. Waving guns, passing cars, but he didn't have a gun. Hey, maybe he's just passing the cars. There it is. (laughs) 10 p.m. A Vista del Rio apartments caller requested a courtesy round. because They're always requesting the courtesy rounds up in Espo. Very very polite up in Espo. People are smoking narcotics in the hallway. Hey, can I get a courtesy round over here? (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's what i wanted clear the clear the airways 2 41 p.m a canyones i think that's our first one like pinones? Cañones. caller requested a welfare check on a shirtless person lying outside the car a lot of yeah that dad was right he gave you a little preview a little peekaboo we spooky 3 12 p.m A Walmart callers requested a welfare check on a man with three children who are panhandling between the Taco Bell and the gas station. I know exactly where that is. No. See it over there? The responding officer determined everyone was okay because they have food and water in the shade. It's (laughs) cooling off.
2: It's okay to panhandle. panhandle. p.m.
0: A Wendy's caller said a person is in the drive-thru bothering customers. That crazy freckled redhead. She's always bothering. Oh, not Wendy. No, no, a caller, a person. Why are they always walking through the drive-thru? There's no cars. I thought everybody was keeping it slow and low up in Espa. 6.56 p.m., a body's General caller said, a drunk man is bugging customers and employees. How much is that? How come you don't tell me? I've got the money. I just don't want to show you. 7.22 p.m., a Speedway caller reported a woman on the side of the building is refusing to leave. I like this Espanola no bladder leave. this week. It's keeping it nice and light. Yeah. Nothing too violent, no. 10 24 p.m. A Pacheco line caller, lane caller said he was beaten up and held hostage in his own house. Police did not find anybody at the house, no. Of course not. He's beating himself up. It's like that Brad Pitt bike club. <laughs> 11.35 35 p.m. A speedway caller's reported a truck has parked at a pump for an hour. And the person inside is throwing trash out their window. What's going on that's, a long, that's a lot of trash. What kind of truck is that? I need a trash hauler that big. 8.32 a.m. A private drive, 1513 at Hernandez. Said a man is going to her house. Sleeping inside and locking the door before he leaves. Very polite. <laughs> that is very polite. I barely heard <laughs> down there. 6.48 p.m. Here's a guy. This is Lumberton. Said his 80-year-old grandfather has a pistol and is trying to come and shoot the family. The old dead eye over there, 80 year old grandpappy. He's coming in with his right wing views and his rifle. I'm gonna call, that's the other side of the family. 7.49 AM, a call came into the 911 center from the house on Lower San Pedro Road. The dispatcher could hear a man and a woman arguing. The man said, I'm going to F you up, The most violent one this way. 9:37 a.m. A Wendy's caller said, "Back at Wendy's, they love that they're no into they're not into the slushies in the summer. The people in Espa are really into the frosties. Keep it frosty, bro." A Wendy's caller said, "A man and a woman are bothering customers and asking for food and money. Everybody goes to Wendy's." <laughs> 10:46 a.m. An Abiquiu caller said, "A guy with a bright yellow safety vest told a customer to give her the effing car." <whistles> hey. Dropping yesterday. Oh, why? Why? 1226 p.m. A real grande sun caller. Ooh, kind of hitting close to home there. Now. <laughs> yeah, G- very, G- very, yes. Is this is this the first call that we've ever had to the actual paper? Is this is this, <laughs> the journalist
2: you know? becomes the story. You, yes. better not,
0: <laughs> yes, you better not print the espa blotter. We don't want those guys uh, talking about it on Friday. So, there we go. A Real Grande Sun caller requested a courtesy round. Wow! Throughout the night because people are sleeping on the loading dock. Gee, they distribute a lot of papers at the Real Grande Sun. What is it, you know, Dowd, next week? You got to find out what the distribution reaches for the Real Grande Sun. Okay. An officer stopped at 3.37 p.m. to check out a man carrying a TV near PetSense. pet sense. That's been a long It's got to be a flat screen. It's probably one of those big, heavy ones. 7.48 <laughs> p.m. A Fairview Sonic color. Sonics. Said a man is in a car at the drive-in drinking Crown Royals. Hey, what do you want to tell? What do you want to tell on uh, Chewy over there, huh? And his buddy Floyd. That's not nice. (laughs) It took 25 minutes to get dinner at Wendy's and Espa Monday night. It's very popular. Muy popular. They love their Wendy's. That's from a texter, by the way. Pardon the interruption. 9.40 9:40 p.m. Akaya Martinez caller said her husband is drunk and acting like a fool. Excuse me, nine one one.
2: Doesn't that describe a lot of women in an average night for an average married woman? I, I don't know. yeah, like
0: isn't that every night in like eighty percent of the households in this in this state? I Miss, mean, <laughs> but she she needed to call nine one one for that. So I had, sorry, I had to get Dowd's uh, input on that one. 9:21 a.m. A La Jolla Street caller said an African American woman is sitting on her fence. And she threw water at the caller during an argument. Throwing water requires a nine-one-one call. Wow. He threw water at me during an argument. That that re- I'm calling the police. Ten forty-four a.m. A County Road One in Hernandez caller reported a gold. Is this could this be right? A gold dog. How much could I get for my gold dog? <laughs> With an ugly face, is on their property and they want it removed. What color is he? It's gold. I'd be right over. If he's made out of gold, gold, who gold, who cares? Gold. <laughs> gold. Who describes anything as the color gold unless it's actually gold? 11.08. So, gold is not a color, except in a 64 crayon pack, and they didn't Protestant know what else to call it. Is not but it's a not gold, it's not a color, folks. <laughs> 11.08 a.m. A Santa Clara apartment scholar said a bunch of females are physically fighting in the hallway. Well, how else would Wait. they be fighting? They're grabbing each other's hair, right? 12 p.m., an L.A. top nails caller reported a person doesn't want to leave. Maybe you weren't done with her nails. Yeah. These are very light crimes this week. Almost not a single crime in dead, any. Dead of, of summer, these.
2: things kind of smooth out in ESPA.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm noticing? I think there's a lot of there's a lot of tattletales up there for a for a, a very lawless little city. You know they call they call the cops for everything.
2: A lot of dimes being like, um, dropped.
0: Oh um, yeah, there's a lot of lot of lot of. Uh, a lot of nine one one callers uh, in there. All right, twelve thirty one p.m. A Bone Cutter Lane caller reported her daughter is out of control and throwing things, and CYFD won't do anything about it. Wow, you're calling the CYFD on your daughter. Wow, <laughs> is are these just in? Are these all just domestics? An El Quique caller at seven forty four p.m. reported her grandson. Yes, they're all domestics grandson went outside to check on the air conditioner and the caller's brother-in-law threatened to kill them <laughs> <laughs> That's these are all just family fights everyone <laughs> neighbors and family 8:32 p.m a caller requested a welfare check on a shirtless man walking in the middle of the road near the country store there's not a crime committed in this whole espen this is crimeless society 9:31 p.m an officer stopped to check on a woman who's asleep in her car at speedways Espa might be the most peaceful city in the entire country where people who are asleep are getting 911 called. 10.46 a.m. A man reported someone stole items from him and is now trying to sell them back to him. <laughs> Helpful. He's already been crying. <laughs> That's the same as borrowing or playing a joke. 1.36 p.m. An East Buena Vista drive caller said a woman is going crazy. Out. Where's the crime? I'm looking for a crime here in the Espa blotter. 2.30, I'm 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 wondering if the joke is is finally on us. Did they finally create an Espanola blotter only for us to say that there was no... Huh? Mm-hmm. Are you seeing... Are you seeing... I'm, I'm going through each of these. Fake here. news. Fake news. I think they made all these up. Okay. A real Deloso chama caller said the neighbor is yelling at them and saying they're going to shoot her dog. Deputy called the woman back and she said she was very drunk and doesn't remember. A Brasso's caller... <laughs> Pulled a rifle on him and tried to murder him, then tried to run over him. I mean, that's a serious call, right? Yeah. Okay, that's that might be the first one. Another one's driving around, throwing bottles at trailers. Food King reported a man had a baseball bat threatened to break the windows. That's not a crime. Threatening to break windows is not a crime. Breaking the windows is a crime and a reason to call 911. But threatening to do it is not a reason to call 911. A Lucero caller reported a man is dragging an air conditioner. <laughs> Where's the crime? Heavy.
2: You got to drag it.
0: A caller said a man stole his bikes a while back, and now trying to sell them back to the caller via Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's like literally nothing here. Hernandez caller said a car ran him off the road. After the car ran him off the road, the driver went down the road, slammed on the brakes, and passed. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Seven fifty-two a.m. A Santa Cruz post office caller said a homeless person is sleeping under a counter. <laughs> 801, I think the joke's on us this week. A county road 44A and Alcalde reported giving a person money for the puppy, but now they won't give her the puppy and they're threatening her. <laughs> uh, finally, a caller requested a welfare check on a man in North Riverside Drive who's outside yelling. Police determined he was just practicing his dancing. Maybe they're trying to tell us something here, Dow. Dow, your top five is watching you every morning. In your inbox, all you have to do is subscribe today at rockoftalk.chat, rockoftalk.chat. Dad, what do you got?
2: Yeah, uh, folks, your picks for the most interesting clicks. Uh, Number one, a shooting and a killing at a Super 8, not in Albuquerque, in Las Cruces. Crime—it's not all. Not all crime is in Española or or, or Albuquerque. Uh, Number two, has the lockdown turned Americans into lazy bums? Uh, Maybe next week we get a time uh, chance to look at this. Eddie, some interesting economic data. Uh, Number three, our friend Tony Heller, former New Mexican, did another video exposing the lies about the mega drought and climate change in New Mexico great 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 video uh number four republican jeremy gay we're gay for jeremy as you know folks here uh, in the kiva he says the number one issue in the okay. AG race is crime and uh number five the blm is soliciting your advice on how to deal with wild horses throughout
0: Ooh. the american
2: west oh
0: well, you got to get involved in on that though it could be a mm-hmm. public service uh, nonetheless so good stuff great week of broadcasting strong That's week yeah and then good, good week last week too especially with the cpac stuff and the previous. We put three good weeks together uh, folks here in the kiva we appreciate everyone's attention thanks for listening we haven't seen a week like this this with this much attention well since donald trump was president that's how good it is so thanks everybody for tuning in stay tuned bill o'reilly next